we start with Georg visiting the library in Thornwood to investigate the librarian for Ark Ramdell. He comes to the conclusion that the senile librarian is probably not a bloodthirsty murdering sorcerer. He does, however, learn that the library has a patron who funds it, the Lady Redshield, who he decides to visit. He easily finds the large estate, and after entraining the staff with his magic, he is granted an audience with the Lady Redshield, who does not seem to take him very seriously. As he is being led out, he casts Blink and starts blinking through the manor and ends up in the Lady's bedroom. He manages to find her diary which is trapped with a spell. He takes the diary and manages to blink his way out and flees the estate. He goes to a tavern to see what he can learn about the Lady Redshield and learns that she has caused her house's rise in power by some very lucky decisions and from her diary he learns that only unsuitable books were sent to the library and that there is a connection with Mother Aldman. After a few hours he returns to his room at the Bear Cave to find that his room has been tossed he leaves the inn to find another to spend the night in. The next day he decides that he should return home to rest and recover and investigate the matter further. He visits the temple and questions Mother Aldman about Lady Redshield. He learns the Lady has funded several things around town, including a watchtower and a palisade. Georg, feeling a bit paranoid, decides to lie low, but is soon summoned by Baron Song, who asks if he has some magical way to ensure the security of a letter. Georg offers to use the spell Moon Ward, and also tells the Baron about his encounter with Lady Redshield, and gives him the journal. On the way home, despite Georg's best efforts to make friends, Laurie tries to flee, leaving Georg no choice but to murder him and feed his soul to the amulet. That night, Georg is awoken by a strange sound, and when he investigates, he finds a cloaked halfling who sets fire to his house. Georg confronts him and ends up knocking the halfling into the river. How powerful an enemy did Georg make? What is Lady Redshield's plan? How much creepier can Lord Song get? Find out next time on Dicing with Death. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death, the weekly D&D show we do where we have one player and one DM, and we see what sort of antics we can't get into. Am I here? You here? are here. I was giving okay. you time to finish listening to the recap. Though. Yeah, that's. I appreciate it, except for the fact that I yanked my Ethernet cable out right as the recap was finishing. Ooh, I'm here. All right. Well, here we are. Glad to know that you have an Ethernet cable and you're no longer on Wi-Fi. I often am on Ethernet when I remember. Ah, wonderful. Although I may have to switch locations. My uh, roommate has a has a friend in town. So if they come and hang mm. out in the living room, I should probably mm -hmm. probably migrate. Probably. 
Or you can just pee all over the uh, living room and assert your dominance and make them move. Oh, I've been I've been doing that for for months. (laughs) Nice. So, how's it going, Ryan? Uh, Going well. Going well. Excited to play some D and D. I am excited too. I spent a bunch of time today planning today's session. Um, So hopefully you don't ruin everything right away. But uh, oh, I will. I'm going to kill all your NPCs and harvest their souls. Lovely. That's that's the plan, actually. That's going with it. Okay. <laughs> so last we left, I believe you had just defended your house from an assassination attack and uh, yeah, put I out a fire. Until the recap. But yeah. Yes. Halfling assassins who jumped into the river. And it, from the looks of the map, my house is like... It's close to the a river. A couple of feet to, the, to, the, to a waterfall. Uh, okay. I, the, the the map is not to scale. All right, let's. let's well, there's everyone... like a thirty foot scale, but yeah, across. but this the whole thing is not to scale. Like the the width of the river is labeled appropriately, but it is not drawn sure, to scale. Sure, sure. Um, okay. but pretty close to a waterfall. So yeah, presumably halfling went off the waterfall. Presumably, and if he didn't go off that waterfall, there were many more down the river and plenty of rapids and. It's not what someone would generally consider traversable terrain, but you never know. You never know. Um, so that was last night. That was last night. So in the morning, I don't get spells, right? Because I didn't have a full night's sleep. I mean, you could sleep in and get spells. Yeah, I think I sleep in and get spells because I fine. actually can't remember what I would have memorized or what I would have cast during, this, during the fight. Okay. So, looks like I've got reduce, color spray, feather fall, comprehend languages, spider climb, rope trick, knock, wizard lock, and a double helping of blink. Okay. I'm down just a few HP. Um, and. Yeah. When you wake up, you. Whatever it is that you wake up in the late morning or early afternoon. Yeah. There's some water that's like dripped and kind of made a wet spot on the side of your bed from where the thatch roof had burned and it had been put out, and then the water's kind thatch of... roof. Yeah, we'll see to that right away. Uh, there's there's got to be better building materials than thatch. There definitely are. With enemies. Yeah, definitely. Um, you get up, and as you head outside, you find a. What appears to be a messenger kind of sitting on the other side of the street, holding his head in his hands. And as you open the door, he looks up and gets up and kind of walks all over. Walks on over? Yeah. How late was that? There there was probably a crowd gathered late into the night. Mm Mm-hmm. As the the fire was put out and then it was discussed and yada, yada, yada. I bet I didn't Instagram for the discussion. I think as soon as the fire was out, I probably locked myself back in my house and got some rest. Uh the messenger reports Baron Song's uh, condolences for your situation and asks you to file a report with him so he can send it back to Baron Song to see what happened. Who was this assassin? Or, you know, no, no, assassin. Why was your house on fire? What happened? Does he, does Baron Song Baron Song wants a message sent to Baron Song. Did you mean to say that uh, yes. the sheriff Lydia wants No. To... The Baron has sent his messenger to ask you to what happened 
oh, and okay. why your okay. house was it? You the way you said that made it sound like Baron Song wanted to know so that he could tell Baron Song. No, 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 no. Okay, so I guess I'll do that Pro- probably quick, like in a couple of minutes, right there. Like I'll pull out a piece of parchment and mm-hmm. scroll out like a description of this halfling assassin. There's probably nothing other than he was a halfling, right? Right, but you Anyone? do use the word assassin. Yeah. Okay. A halfling assassin fought him off. He jumped into the river after setting my house on fire. Cool. And I assume there were witnesses, right? I mean, uh, there were witnesses to the fire, maybe not to the fight. You didn't Last stick around for the discussion. I mean, that's what that's what made the noise. That's what people came out because of. Mm-hmm. That's what came out. I feel like they would have seen him running to the like. Because the fight ended, I thought, with a crowd and a chase scene to the river. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. I write my account, hand it to the messenger. Okay. Messenger takes it and GTFOs. Um, I guess I will delete a piece of parchment, but it sounded like that was included with my monthly allowance. Right. Okay. And I think hmm. I'm going to go collect my horse. You have collected your horse. Yeah, it's also sinking in the events of like yesterday afternoon with the red robes spellcaster, Mm -hmm. whose body is now lying out in the plain somewhere. That was a couple hours out of town, right? Yeah, it's like halfway between town and keep. Okay, cool. And the horse ran all the way back to town? Mm-hmm. Okay. How far are the town and the keep apart? I tend to forget that detail. Uh, it was like a half-day walk the first time I did it, I, but I think a pretty quick ride. Maybe a couple-hour walk? Um, I don't know. It was a trek. The thought had crossed my mind to go out and do a better job hiding the body, but like on second thought, it's like a couple hours out of town, or at least like an hour out of town. The wolves have probably gotten to it by now. Mm-hmm. I'm see. not too concerned. Uh, actually, the Baron lives two miles out of town. Okay, so it wouldn't even have been an hour. It would have been like a. You can make you can ride that distance in like twenty minutes or so. So that would have been like ten minutes out from town and ten minutes out ride from. Ride and you could run that distance and. Less than 20 minutes. You can power walk that distance in 20 minutes. <laughs> Which I guess is maybe a comfortable horse riding pace. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first time we did it, you had described it as this arduous trek, but maybe that's just my perception. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what are your what are your things that you've got to do? I need to go back to Thornwood and finish up that business and i think that's probably what i'll do hmm. um are you what hp are you at uh 12 out of 15 okay not so bad you didn't take very much damage in that fight yeah i'm a little yeah that seems strange Ow. don't get cocky kid sometimes the dice roll poorly like i think that's what i healed to or maybe you, we we said i healed the full the fight. I think you were full before the fight. Okay. Because I had rested a couple mm-hmm. of days in town. 
I don't think I took a lot. Like most of the fight was me hiding behind my wizard locked door and him trying to bash it in. Mm-hmm. And then he like came through the window and I like circled around. I don't, I don't even remember. It does look like I unloaded my magic missiles onto him. So. Yes, you used one round of magic missiles. God, need more souls. Um, wood dropping. Hold on a sec. I currently have no magic missile charges, so I'm debating whether dropping to nine or to eight strength would be an issue for me. Mm. It will probably encumber me, but there are solutions. Oh, no, eight to nine is the same. All right. Weight allowance is currently 35. I have 36. So, yeah, give me just a second to do some bookkeeping. So I will charge that amulet probably in the in the privacy of my house before, okay. like before before you head out anywhere. Yeah. So that reduces my strength to eight out of eleven, and my willpower to eleven out of fourteen. Souls, I'm a soul junkie, Neil. Mm-hmm. Got you hooked. Need your fix. And is there a way? Oh, is rations included? Five, ten. Okay, fuck these torches. I'll leave two torches at home or something, and that'll get me underway. I think that might even have been including rations that... Okay, I would carry rations. I was thinking good berries, but that's the other character. All right. I think we're good. I should be unencumbered and ready to head out to... Ornwood. Probably pass the messenger on the road and like holler at him that I'm heading to Thordwood. You can tell her the song. All right. And you make your way towards Thornwood. And immediately throws all of my planning completely out the window. Are you serious? Completely serious. 15 minutes into the game, whoop! Not even 15 minutes into the game. Like this, wait, this, is like my, this is my main quest line. Yeah, but I thought you were going to hang around in town for a little bit longer. No, this is great. This is great. Don't, don't change a thing. You're beautiful <laughs> just the way you are, Ryan. Um, at most, I'd, yeah. No, I already feel like the clock is ticking on this. Yeah. No, this is great. This is this is better than I could have hoped. Um, that that section was already planned, so I didn't need to set it do any more work. Yeah, this probably means shit's going down in in Misty Rapids while I'm away. Whatever. Who gives a shit, right? You're not there to. Not like I'm a an official of the city or something. Exactly. Or it's not like you'll be held accountable if anything goes wrong in your name. 
Um, so you begin the journey to Thornwood. It's about a 30-mile trek. You've done it three or four times now. One, two, three. Yeah, I think this will be your fourth trek to Thornwood. Um, second trek from Misty Rapids to Thornwood. Mm-hmm. And it is a bright and beautiful sunny day. You're getting a late start. You know, you slept in, all that jazz. Uh, but you set out indeed. Here we go. Here's our setting out music. Is there any particular provisions or protections or anything that you would like to announce before you head out? Um, the usual? I mean, like, I'm on... Right. I mean, it's a road. Yeah, of course, yeah, you're on road. Gnolls on one side and trolls on the other. I mean, I'm on. You've been uh, attacked many a time before on this road. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know if there's just you know. I I want to make yeah, sure yeah, that I take my blah blah blah. Staff with in me. my hand, dagger at my side, amulet at my breast. All right. Well, you know it's a 30 mile trek, and you're getting a little bit of a late start, so you're gonna have to keep a good pace to make Thornwood yeah, by nightfall. Last time I wound up in Thornwood Forest after dark, I got ambushed by goblins. And that kind of fucked up my day. Kind of yeah. fucked up my week, actually. Yes, it did. Um, took some pot shots, and I was bruised for that whole for all those adventures in Thornwood. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you push it, and you keep a nice, steady pace. You take lunch at a small roadside tavern in a shit of a little village along the way. It's pretty much a tavern and a couple of farms nearby to produce enough livestock to feed people in the tavern. And a, a small brewery of kind of crappy, watery, pale ale. Um, it's not fantastic. But by the end of the day, you make it to Thornwood. It's 15-foot tall, red brick walls greeting you. You see the ballista that you repaired and shudder at the thought of how it got damaged. I thought the ballista was on the other side. Of this you see a ballista and remember the ballista that you repaired <laughs> and shudder at the thought of how it got damaged. Uh, the guards wave you in without question and give you the, slight nods. Are the gates wide open? The gates are open during the daylight hours. Okay. Uh, you make it just before twilight. But That is reassuring that there's not a bounty out on my head or something. At least not that anyone recognizes. Um, and you step on into the town. It's getting late in the day as you make your way in. There's still carts moving through the streets but these are more you know people coming home at the end of the night you see shops keepers uh turning the signs in the windows those that have windows um, other people locking their doors at night and everyone looks like they're getting ready to go down to sleep there are a few t- uh inns in this town yeah i didn't wind up on too good of terms with the owner of the bear cave if i recall that's the nicer inn town that is the that nicer inn town Um, fucking red shields. Um, I stayed at some shitty flea-ridden place after I got kicked out. Yes, you did. You stayed at uh, Shagwarts. Oh, God. Can I find anything better than Shagwarts? The Sleepy Knoll. I'll take it. All right. You make your... it still the same, still poor quality in? It's still what? a poor quality in. Hmm. Um... Every inn has a stables. Is that just assumed, or yeah, okay, yeah. Um, you know, this only has a single, uh, two oh. stalls side by side. But do you know what day it is of the month? Um, 
last night was the 15th. Today is the 16th of February. Okay, cool. So rent is not due, and there's probably still some time before I've got gem money. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, the, money or a dead knoll or a dead gnome. The the merchant Thank isn't you. slated to go to the capital for no, until Friday, and this is Tuesday as you pull into Thornwood, and he's not slated to get back until the Friday after that, which is the twenty sixth. So you got time. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. So you you take a night at uh, the sleepy knoll. And uh, bed down. It's uh, a pleasant enough place for a, a crappy inn, and by which I mean I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to go straight to bed. I mean, it's, it's not that pleasant, a, right? It's not. Yeah. Yeah, you've got. Um, there's a, a small common room here. The innkeeper's there. He's a very thin, short human with uh, long, scraggly hair that's thinning on top in his sixties. Mm -hmm. He hangs out in the common room pretty late, so you can hang out there with him, or you can get a candle and go to your room, whatever you'd like. I'm going to reserve a room, drop off my horse, and then think about my plan here in Thornwood. I feel like I came to the end of all of my leads, so I'm going to have to do some more sleuthing. I mean, the, the Red Shield somehow involved with this book laundering scheme. <laughs> <laughs> And that led me back to Mother Ullman, who wandering. That didn't really go anywhere. So maybe I could have another meeting with the Lady Red Shield, not as a leprechaun this time, and see mm. if it goes any differently. Last, I think she saw right through my clever disguise. Um, so maybe I head to like a nice tavern. There's like, this is an inn, right? So right. Around, so I'll probably head to a nicer tavern to hang out that evening while I think through my plans. Sure. I don't come up with anything in shortly, or if nothing stumbles into the bar shortly, I will go to bed. Uh, are you? Do you want to go to the Red Line, that really nice tavern over in Hillside? Or are you looking more for a, a common tavern? I think I'll go for the Red Lion to okay. counteract the willies I get from sleeping at the Sleepy Knoll. Okay. Yeah, the Red Lion is this wonderful, beautiful tavern. It's got this like richly carved uh, bar, and all the trappings are very detailed. The chairs that you sit in are these nice red leather seats. Um, you wonder where the red leather comes from. Is it dyed, or is it actually, you know... Knowing the quality of this place, this might actually be like red cowhide, or maybe they like this is minotaur hide or something. You you don't even know, but it's comfortable. The drinks are expensive, but the atmosphere is wonderful. <laughs> a nice little fire burns in the side. Um, there are a couple of musicians playing softly enough that it softly enough to you know provide some ambience, but not so softly that you can't sit and enjoy it on your own. So I guess I'm doing the math on that halfling. He's a halfling. He has short, stubby legs. If he was from Thornwood, he would not be back until probably tomorrow. Right? Because like, I just rode here today. Sure, I got a late start. But even walking, a human walking, it, that's like a hard, hard day plus. 
Yeah. For a halfling walking, it probably takes a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So that may be something to look out for. See if I can... Yeah, but then I'd have to, like, keep eyes on the Red Shield estate or something and see if this halfling assassin comes back or we're at the town gate. That is that is an option. So what do you do here? Um, maybe I should go... I'm having at least one drink here, but maybe I should go to the senior part of town. I was thinking about asking about halfling assassins but this hardly seems to be the place <laughs> definitely not the sort the sort of place where you would ask about halfling assassins you never know assassins are expensive that's true definitely a rich man's tool uh, as you sit here and ponder that what to mean, do with your time that, you notice that, that drawing is horrible I don't understand what's happening. Is he making more baloney drawings? It's not even... I don't even... I don't get it. it. Um, As you sit here pondering what to do, you notice it starts to rain outside. Your beautiful sun-shining day has given way to a a rainy evening. At least I didn't have to ride through the rain. Mm Mm-hmm. You sit in silence as nobles all around you are chatting and flirting and having a, a wonderful time, you know, just hanging out at the red line in the evening. Mm-hmm. Do I draw looks or am I... No, you are... You're maybe not perfectly suitably dressed. You know, your your clothes have some tatters and holes in them. But not you do... Really. Like, I get my robes repaired pretty much every week, it seems. <laughs> yeah, but... You know, they look like robes that have been repaired. Um, but you have the proper form of dress. You are clearly an arc wizard of someone. Mm-hmm. So you are... No one gives you more than, you know, the occasional glance. And you do get the occasional glance, but mm-hmm. you're left to your own. Okay. So I sit there and think. I probably, like, thumb through books or whatever. Do the, do the wizardy thing. Mm-hmm. Um... But I think I will head to a seedier cavern. All right. After a few nice drinks, you make your way somewhere else. Probably just the one that I sip slowly. Okay. You step out into the rainy streets of Thornwood. My hood put over tight. Yeah. Keep the rain off my face. The rain has come down quite a bit, and it is pouring in the distance, there are cracks of lightning, and if you wait long enough, you can hear the roll of thunder come through. Um, you are not super familiar with Thornwood, but you've been to the Giant's Drink before, and you know that place is definitely no peacock slayer. Okay. I guess I'll head to the Giant's Drink then. You push your way through the, the wet, runny streets, find your way to the giant's drink it's a definitely a more a less upstanding place as you step in the the sta- the stench of stale ale and hot sweat salts your nose All right. um, i step in 
gray hood still over my head. Yeah. One of the window shutters is kind of leaning on one hinge and cracks against the side of the inn from time to time. The, the sound of the st- cringes. <laughs> the, s- the sound of the storm is still fairly audible, but you know the- it's a crowded enough place that it is mostly kept out. Um, people bump into you without giving your robes a second glance. You get the impression that the commoners here probably don't see what it is that a an I think my first looks like, like my first the first time that happens I probably stare super intensely and mm-hmm. I think it's intimidatingly at the person that bumped into me that probably goes down the first couple times but I, I guess they, they don't really they don't really care yeah you know it's someone walking by and bumps into you and they give a hey and just mm-hmm. keep walking or or you know they, they back into you and oh I'm sorry sir sorry you know just very yeah. common normal in room yeah, stuff. I've grown accustomed. In Misty Rapids, I have like a five foot bubble around me every Ooh. time I went. You've got an American sized personal space in Thornwood. <laughs> um, Georg has lost some weight, so. Yeah. You definitely get the impression that people don't recognize you for the authority figure you are in this yeah. place. Um, I need to set up black robes. That, mm. could, that could change things. Mm. Uh. You order some drinks, and what do you do here? Yeah, I, I, I'm naive. I'm a, I'm a kid still, despite my magical prowess. So I, I think I look around for the most stereotypical shady dealer that I can find. Like someone who looks like they would be able to hook me up with an assassin. <laughs> I don't know if there's anyone in the bar that meets that description, but I mean... Give me a... Black, maybe, with some... I don't know if they would have... Yeah, I don't give know. me a charisma check. Yeah, feel out the crowd. Yeah, as you look around. Oops, that it's punishing me for not actually wait. Rolling d oh d twenty. As there, there we go. Twenty six. Very nice. Yeah, you find a couple of guys who are seating at a seated in a booth that have a little bit more personal space than you would expect. They got more personal space than you've got. And it's a booth that could easily sit six people, but there's only three of them sitting there. Um, they have some dice and a cup that they're slamming on the table and passing around to each other. And then occasionally someone goes, on and takes a drink. But they're all very kind of dark and foreboding looking. Mm-hmm. All right. So I take a hearty swig from my drink and probably leave it at the bar mm-hmm. and walk over to the table. Do the guys have drinks at the at the table? Yes. All right. Um, then I'll hand a hand a coin uh, to the barkeep and tell him to send a round of dr- another round of drinks to the table. Yeah. Uh, for four, and mm-hmm. I stride over, feigning confidence. Right. And approach these three shady figures, um, assessing each one in turn as I approach. Are they, do they get independent descriptions, or are they just three shady blokes acting as one? Uh, it is two shady blokes and a shady gal. Ooh. Yes. Um, they all have dark hair, a muddled complexion. Uh, big, thick, traveling cloaks thrown over their shoulders. The hoods are down for the time being, except for the girl whose hood is up. Um, and she's... So it's the two guys on one side and the girl on the other side. 
to get the set the picture. Uh, rectangular table booths on either end. One ends against the wall. The other end is against the open uh, bar room. And are any of them armed? Yes. You can see that there is a scimitar on the bench next to the girl, kind of like holding the place where two people could sit. And from the one guy that you can see has a knife at his hip. Looks like a big um, bowie knife. The other guy, his hips are too, you know, engulfed in robes and people blocking them to get a good view. Robes. Uh, cloaks. Cloaks, yeah. So, they probably had a three times as long to look me up and down as I've had to look mm-hmm. them up and down because I had to go through each of them. Yeah. And I'm approaching. So there's probably an awkward ten seconds or whatever where I'm, like, slowly striding towards the table. They don't seem to take too much note of you until you actually get to the table, at which point they immediately stop what they're doing. Someone's got a cup over a couple of dice on the table, and they just slide it to the far side away from you, keeping their hand on it. And all is three of them a, look to Is you. there a place to sit, or are they at the end of the booth? No, no, no. There's there's place for three more people. Okay. Mm, might I take a seat? I say looking to the woman... She puts her hand on her saber and says... Who appears to be in charge. She puts her hand on her scimitar and says, These seats are taken. Um, The guys... The guy on the end looks down at his seat and goes... Kind of scoots over to take up a little bit more room. And goes, These seats are taken too. Then I suppose I'll make this brief. I'm looking for... A very special kind of halfling. And I have and I have the right color coin. Like flicking out a gold coin and I don't know if I don't know if I I don't have any proficiency, I don't think, that would allow me to flick it gingerly between my fingers. It's fine. Okay. I try to flick it probably doesn't look that impressive, but The one of the guys, the guy against the wall, leans over the table and goes you're looking for a pair of special halfling? No, a, a, a living halfling. A very specific halfling. Oh. One he, whose reputation precedes him. He leans back. Uh, the guy who had moved I, over moves back towards the other person and pats the seat next to you. Uh, next I, to him. I take a seat. The woman leans in and says, So... Who's this halfling and what'd he do to you? Well, I suppose we could be frank about this. He tried to kill me in my own home. Hmm. You know what they say about short men? Can't be trusted. They got small hands, you know? The the urge to cast a reduce spell is overwhelming. <laughs> tried to kill me and burn down my home before jumping in the misty river now I imagine that an assassin I I get quiet when I say assassin Mm -hmm. like this has a has a reputation they all kind of nod their heads yeah people like that often do have reputations he's not a friend of yours is he I don't see him sitting around the table. 
Do the drinks show up? Or... The drinks show up, yeah. Okay. You know, see, the problem with these halflings is they all look like, you know, you can't tell one from the other, says the guy against the wall. Uh, now, I understand you're, you're looking for one in particular. We, Someone that might be acquainted with one of these creatures would need more definite details. Do I have any more? I mean, it was dark. I probably, I mean... How many halfling assassins could there possibly be, I say? He, he took quite a beating. Certainly the cream of the crop, or the crap as the case may be. Who's the best halfling assassin in the region? Uh, a low chuckle kind of rolls to the table. It's like, well, you know, there are a few that have made a name for themselves, but they've survived because they keep those names pretty well hidden. I don't necessarily I, know. I grin knowingly. Perhaps they don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly how, who in particular this is, but I think I could point you in the right way. We've got a, a contact over in Chimberton. Might Might help you out a little bit with this. Where the fuck is Chimberton? That's like way, way west, right? No, no, no. It's one of the districts in in Thornwood. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Revenge Great. is a, a pretty pure motive, isn't it? I shrug. He toast makes a toast to Velthara, the goddess of vengeance. The other three, other two, clink their drinks with him. I'll give a cling as well. All right. Actually, a nice hearty cling. They take. They are enemies. Bleed out in the streets. <laughs> um, Spoken like a the, true saint. What's this uh, information going to cost me? Nope. Um. Well, let's start with the story. Why did this halfling want to kill you? <laughs> I have some suspicions, but I don't know for sure. A man like me has made more than a few enemies. Hmm. I suspect, I say, leaning in close. What's the... Leaning, leaning in, and mm-hmm. say, I say, I suspect that the Lady Red Shield may have been involved. Does this seem <laughs> out of character to her? No. Not, Not quite. Um, the guy against the wall elbows his buddy who's sitting right next to you and points directly at the emblem on your breast. I like adjust, I don't know, like, I don't know if like my quarterstaff was like covering, I don't know, or like the folds of my robe, mm-hmm. but I like stretch out to let let the, the copper snake let it shine. The three take a good look at it and the guy sitting next to you scoots over to his friend a little bit more and you know, turns to face you giving a more direct, I can see you a little bit better mm-hmm. position. I am if, if you haven't pieced it together, I am Art Carl. Wizard of Misty Rapids. 
the two men kind of hush up while the woman leans in a little bit closer and says, Perhaps well, there's more information to buy. I think maybe we might just know your halfling friend. I thought this might narrow... Er, I, I thought Lady Red Shield might narrow things down. Yeah, she has particular favorites. Everyone has their favorites, you know? You know what my favorite is? Cold, hard gold. Doesn't tarnish. Easy to fold. Very malleable. Easy to make into other things. Easy to keep. Everyone accepts it. Cold, hard gold. It's the most mm. beautiful thing out there. And you know who has a lot of gold? The Lady the... Red Shields I've gathered. The Red Shields I've gathered. Yes, they have a lot of gold too. In fact, all nobles have a lot of gold. Now, Thornwood is our home here, and we would hate to make a mess of things. Lady Redshield may have lots of gold, but, you know, you don't shit where you sleep. I'm, now... Look, I'm not, I'm not looking to make war with, with Lady Redshield. In fact, maybe I don't even need that revenge we were cheersing to just a moment ago. This information is shaping up to be more valuable than than the revenge. You might need a, a helping hand from time to time. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you had a favor you could call on? Are you familiar with a Lord Dysak? The name rings a bell. Is he here in town? No, he lives out in Misty Rapids, or near enough. I should say Dysak. she lives out near Misty Rapids. She's I should, a... Do I still have access to the Misty Rapids? Like, Yes. What you sent me, the in fact, here. Access denied. No, you should have access to this. I will send it to you via the Zooms. You would send it to me at some point. But... Okay. Did you restrict access to something? Like, I scrolled back in the Skype logs, and there was a Google Doc that had been revoked. I don't think so. I didn't... Misty Rapids is still acceptable to all. Or should be. Yeah, it must have been so. Lady Dysak. Second most powerful. Dozens of villages east. Order at any cost. I feel like I, something went down with the Dysaks. Like, I, I've never met her, but I didn't, like... Did we visit one of her villages or something? I don't know. You're but not sure. You gotta... And I'm like, ah, that's why I've, that's why I've heard the name. Yeah. I don't know her personally, but... Second... She's second in power only to Lord Song. Yeah, she made a deal a few years back. Bought up a, an old village. Useless, piece of shit old village from Baron Song. No one thought much of it at the time. But she pretty quickly hired a few diggers to go out there and has been excavating something in the village. Rumor has it that they've found something down below. Now... Sounds right up my alley. Is this on the hush? How is Lord Song not aware of this? You're his pet wizard, you tell me. Now... We would love to help you out with this Red Shield nonsense. Um, if you could help us out with this Dissec nonsense. 
whatever doubt is down there has been buried for a reason. It's probably valuable. Valuable things are probably protected. I have no interest in risking my men's lives on this. But, uh, you find a nice opportunity to distract the Lady Dissec, uh, or she's throwing some sort of party. You send us a message. Let us know when this party's going on, or when she might be out of town. And, uh, we'll say we owe you one. Something big. Whatever's under that village has got to be worth something. I highly doubt the lady spends any time personally at the village, or at least any significant amount of time. No, no, but whatever is there is going to come into her possession soon. And Mm. if she goes there for the final unveiling, well, her house will be so alone when her personal guard is out keeping her safe at this village. I nod knowingly, although I don't totally grasp the, the plan. Georg's just going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and how how can I reach you? You haven't even given me your name. Uh, you send a messenger to the giant's drink. You tell him you have a message for for Susie. The other, the guys give a, a bit of a stifled laugh. Like, hey, I sit, so which one of them, Susie? <laughs> the I girl smiles. The two, the two men. Uh, there is no Susie. Susie doesn't exist. But we hear a message coming for Susie. We know who sent it. All right, shady thieves, giants, drink message for Susie. So, she leans back in her comfortable chair a bit more. Now that we've been a little more acquainted, I'm Susie. The boys laugh again. And your name is Carl? Carl. And I laugh, but no one else does. Yeah. (laughs) So, Carl, how can we help you? Well, I I think you just have. You've told me that this assassin was in the employ of uh, Lady Redshield? Probably. Um, I think the only thing left might be to put me in contact with your friends in the... What was that district's name? Chimberton? Yeah, up the, up the hill. If you think that would be appropriate. I don't want you stepping on the lady's toes. No, it's that's all fine and well. Um, halfling, assassin, red shield, reeks of me of Giebel. Giebel? Giebel. He's uh, known to some, very few. Likes to keep his choice clients, keeps his mouth shut about things, usually works in a pair. Uh, he's got an assistant with him, usually. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And this Giebel can be found up in 
Chim Chimneyton? Chimberton? Mm-hmm. Chimberton. Any yeah. particular stomping grounds? Yeah. Uh, Do I ask for Susie? No, no. If there's a tavern out there named The Pug. I think I've been, actually. Yeah, that's the sort of place that you'd find him. Uh, you say you pushed him into a river? He jumped. Right before the rapids. I don't see how he would come out alive, but... Well, people have said that about Giebel in a lot of different situations. Something else. Mm -hmm. Saw it with my own eyes. Dove... Dove right in, only I a couple meters before the waterfall. What the hell's a meter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wizard speak. Ah, uh, yeah, we, we use fathoms. feet. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. Well then, Georg. Uh, no, Carl. No, sorry, no sorry, Carl. Georg. Who's Georg? Uh, well then, Carl. Uh, have fun with Giebel. And, uh, can I buy another round? or Why don't you sit and play a round? game with us? Do you know how to play? The guy says bringing the dice over and shaking them in a jar and slams them on the table. I'm not partial to games of chance. Alright. does not play dice with the universe. They take their dice away, um, accept your drinks, and... <laughs> I probably could have been talked into playing it, but if they're... They don't push the matter. Just as easily have me go, I'll go. Yeah. I was trying to hit, see if they wanted me to leave them any gold, but it, they, they don't seem to want payment for that information. They seem to... Uh, I think... No. The, the deal that they seemingly have struck with you is... A... Yeah. I sort of walk away wondering what I told them that they thought was valuable enough to exchange information. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I walk away a little, a little bit confused, but... Hey, at least I've got a lead. Okay. And I guess right then and there, I'll head up the hill to the pug. All right. Well, why don't we take our first break as you head off to the pug? The oh, night ready. is dark and stormy. You are soaked on your way, but we'll leave it there. See you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. So, you make your way through the... Uh, rainy streets of Thornwood looking for this pug. The pug, as they called yeah. it. I thought I'd been there before, but maybe not. Maybe. Sort of halfway up the hill in Chimney, Chimberton? Chimberton. Actually, Chimberton is not up a hill. It's um, no. on the lower side, but whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's why I get lost in the rain. Mm -hmm. I thought it was up the hill. No. Uh 20 minutes later or so, you make your way into the pug. It is a dingy, dimly lit little establishment. All the kind of awkward charm of your previous place, the giant's drink, is lost on the pug. People are sitting here in kind of lower, hushed voices. Everyone cordons themselves off. Lots of personal space. And there's lots of daggers being glanced around. The few people standing at the bar... I'll give a good, long, hard look at you as you come in. You feel that you're being sized up upon entry. No enlarge spell of the day, only reduce. So, 
510 is what they get. And I approach the bar, order the a drink, uh, lean into the bar, keep so hopefully no one can overhear, unless they're like a thief using a detect noise. Mm -hmm. Which None of those can... in this bar. <laughs> I don't think it works in in if there's noise, does it? Yeah, it's poorly anyway. defined. It does not supposed to work if there's other noise. <clears throat> Anyways, I order a drink and then lean in and say, I'm looking for a halfling by the name of Giebel. Bartender pours your drink. Um, I don't know what you ordered, but he just pours you uh, a glass of whiskey. Right. <laughs> he just pours you whiskey. Neat. Uh, that's all they have. I like, they, is that all they have here? No, there's there's other things, but okay. you order something and he pours you whiskey and sets it okay. down. I'll take it and says, uh, "Giebel's not working tonight, but he does work here." When yeah. can I find him? Or when was he last in? Keeps his own hours. Haven't seen him in a few days. You got a message you want to leave for him? Maybe a, a name and a place? Mm. You can tell him Carl's looking to chat. He nods. I guess I sit back at the bar and sit my whiskey and like turn for the first time to size up the room and the other guys at the bar. Are any of them like clearly leaning in to try and hear what was being said or no no one makes any down. show of looking for you uh, everyone keeps to their groups and keeps their voices low as i said before this place is not very well lit uh there is a hearth um a fire going in the kitchen and the light reflects out of that but other than that there's just there's like a chandelier with maybe room for 18 candles but only five of the candles are actually lit and a couple of the, uh, the the tables have candles at them, but there's not a lot of lighting going here. The people at the far back of the tavern are shrouded in sh uh, shrouded in shadows. The sound of rain helps cover the conversation. Yeah, I mean that seems to confirm my suspicions or at least gives Giebel opportunity he's been gone for a few days presumably mm -hmm. in Misty Rapids hmm. I bet the Red Shields have a ton of guards I'm thinking about just confronting the lady again but I think better of it. Does this seem like a comfortable place, or am I worried I'm going to get stabbed and robbed? And... If you're going to get stabbed and robbed, it's going to probably be leaving this place. You mean yeah. like in the alley outside? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this is the part of town might where as, you get stabbed. I might as well hang out and collect myself. Right. So I take one of those dark... You said there were dark chairs in the corner, shrouded mm -hmm. in shadows. Mm -hmm. I'll take my whiskey and sit over there, hood over my head. Eye the room, 
I guess if I see anything that catches my eye, let me know. But I probably I don't think that I want to be heard asking around for Giebel. Okay. Well, I guess I did just leave a message for him. A few minutes pass, and a halfling comes in. It's not Giebel, is it? Just a halfling? What's Giebel look like? I, don't know. I, I feel like he was big for a halfling. Kind of brawny. Took a fair share of magic missiles. But yeah, I, I don't know. This guy's not that big. Medium-sized halfling, you know, three feet mm-hmm. tall or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Dim lighting here, dim lighting there. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Um, he goes over and climbs up on one of the the chairs that has a little bit of a ladder, a little bit of a step built into it to make it easy for the short folk to get up. Mm-hmm. Uh, stands at the, the bar stool and orders a drink, has it brought over to him, uh, and just kind of sits at the bar by himself. You notice he is armed I, with a dagger. I feel, what did Giebel have? He had like a... Was it a club? Or like a, a sword? He threw a dagger at you. Threw a dagger. It, was all, it all happened so fast. Yeah. I'm look. I'm looking over to the bartender expectantly to see if he'll like signal me like this is Giebel. But maybe it's not even Giebel. Maybe it's just a halfling. Maybe I'm racist. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, there's no signal from the bartender. You're not even sure he knows where you are. You could barely. You couldn't even make out anyone in these shadows. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. I look carefully to see if the bartender and him have a conversation. Like if it looks like the bartender could relay. Hey, there was a guy here looking for you. He said his name yeah. is Carl. And the bartender comes over and leans in in front of him mm-hmm. and then steps away and brings over a drink and leans in for another few seconds and takes a coin and walks away. And, okay. yeah. There's room I, to have delivered a message. Okay. I take my time finishing my drink, and then when it's time to go order another, then I will do so. Okay. That's probably another couple of minutes at least. Sure. I mean, you can finish your drink as soon as it needs to be finished for the story. Yeah, just if, I mean, if this halfling were to get up and walk away a few minutes later. No, no, he's taking his time. A bar fight were to break out, or there's, there's a few minutes for something to happen. Um, so when my drink is empty, I approach the, the bar again to order another. Okay. And... What is it that you are ordering the second time? I'll just say another round. And also, I, I think I want to approach from the opposite end of the bar so that I'm not near the halfling. Okay. If that's, if that's so reasonable. if Giebel's on the left side of the bar, you're going to the right yeah. side of the bar. Is the door on the right side as well? The door's on the right side. Okay, yeah. That's how I was imagining it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I slap down my empty glass and ask for another round. All right. um, if the barkeep doesn't start by saying anything, I'll, I'll say another round. And, you know, it did, it did cross my mind that, um, that Giebel has a has a has a partner that he travels with a lot of the time. Do you happen to know the, the companion's name? I say as I pay uh, with gold, but hopefully so that it's like concealed and not obvious to the rest of the bar that I'm paying with gold, if that's feasible. Yeah, that's feasible. Like I slide a gold coin underneath my hand or whatever. I mean, maybe the guy next to me at the barn, uh, whatever. Uh, he just mumbles, Giebel and Skeebel. Um And then as he goes to fill up your drink, he goes and fills your drink with um, 
moonshine that he pulls from directly in front of the other halfling. Like, he goes over, walks to where the other halfling is, fills up the drink from the bottle that's sitting over there, and then walks back to you, hands it to you. As in the bottle is sitting on the bar? In front no, of like, you know how, like, you've got the bar, and yeah. you've got bottles in the well, and mm-hmm. some bottles are in this part of the bar, and some bottles okay. are in that part. So he walks yeah. to the other end of the bar and uses that bottle and mm-hmm. walks back. Um, and you get a different, you get you get moonshine instead of whiskey. <laughs> Whatever. I'm kind of bemused. Yeah. Okay, but he's not like this halfling is is your guy. Um. Yeah, that's. Give me a charisma check. Is that the implication? I don't. I, I don't know if that was the implication. Um. I guess let's roll another. I think that it's questionable if that's the implication. Yeah, you're getting the feeling that like before when you ordered a drink, you ordered a beer or something, and he just grabbed the closest bottle to him mm-hmm. and filled it up. And now you asked for another, and he went well out of his way to stand in front of the only halfling okay. in the room. Okay. Well, I'll take the drink and go just sit next to the halfling at the bar. Alright. And I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say anything to him immediately. Like the this stool directly next to him? Yeah, and I'm trying right. to think how Just I so w- you know, that's going to be a little bit... You know, there's plenty of stools around, and everyone's giving themselves lots of space. So you mm-hmm. sit down next to him, and as you do so, he looks up from the corner of his eye and goes, huh? I look to meet his gaze and spend like a second seeing if I recognize him. Give me know. another charisma check. See if you can recognize him. All the charisma checks. That's all I've rolled this session. Ooh, barely scraping by. You don't seem to recognize him. Maybe I mean, it was really dark. Maybe maybe right. that's why. Um, in Halfling, I break the ice. with. I don't know if there's some typical Halfling greeting, but the equivalent of... Well met, friend. Mm-hmm. In Halfling. He turns to you, and in Halfling... And I, like, raise, raise, I don't know, raise the drink. He nods and says, your fire just... May your gardens always be green. You know, a traditional halfling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Communication. Um, I, I say, alas, my, my grass is brown. I'm from Misty Rapids. Nothing but plains. And I look... Hmm. weighing his response i think i'm sitting where was the open seat on his right okay yeah so i was imagining as well so i i think my patch is on my left so it would be close to him yes yeah so i'm looking gazing his reaction like the, the sigil obviously visible i just said i'm from misty rapids i want to see if he, he like pull out a dagger and finish the job <laughs> is this is this dweeble or Weeble or Meeble or Geeble and Skeeble. <laughs> uh, he gives a bit of a burp mm-hmm. and takes a moment to visibly like eye you up and down, like checks you out, like runs his eyes from your head all the way down to your toes and back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Halfling, he says, what brings you to Thornwood? So out of your way. <clears throat> Uh, got business with the the Lady Red Shield. Hmm. Her reach is far and wide, so Misty Rapids, Thornwood, all in the neighborhood. He nods. Uh, 
Dinner's ready. <laughs> no, there's bells going on outside. Oh. A lot of church bells. Where's your mom? Church? Are you near the courthouse or something? Where? Um, I don't know where these are from. There's oh, there's that church over by, what is it, Alameda Park, um, near Kids World. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a big old church there. I guess that's where they're from. It's weird to hear church bells. Yeah, especially at 7 p.m. on a Thursday. Right. Someone must have gotten married or something. Or died. Or had their soul harvested. <laughs> These bells sound too happy to be, to be death bells. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, this, this guy doesn't seem like he's dweevil, or maybe he's playing it super cool. Like, I basically just laid out the, like the, the notes of the hit if he were to have been the guy to hit me. Um, so I guess if he doesn't say anything or betray anything, I'll just come right out and ask in, uh, Maundy Thursday? Is Maundy Thursday a thing? Is that like a pre-Easter thing? I don't know. Like, tomorrow is, uh... Is Easter this weekend? No, uh, yeah, this is Easter weekend, right? My god. Ash Wednesday, that was, yes, I don't even know. I, I don't know Jesus. I have no idea what Jesus would know. <laughs> um, Google Calendar does not tell me any of these days or anything special. I think it's just people in chat being people in chat. The Last Supper, I guess, is today. Can I remember it's the Last Supper? Uh, yeah, okay. Because Jesus rose on a Sunday, right? No. Yeah. Wait, no, because then he would have Tomorrow's to be dead to on Thursday... Right? He would have died yeah, on the Thursday? I think he died on Good Friday. That's why it's so good. It's like, yeah, I finally killed that commie bastard. But and if was he was dead for three days, so why is it Easter on a Sunday? Friday, Saturday, Sunday? I don't know. Maybe they killed him in the morning. He didn't get up till the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. My, my Bible's pretty bad. Yeah, let's just get back to our fantasy universe with our fantasy gods. And oh, so much better. And... Make Georg fantasy Jesus? Was that Silac? Oh, I'm not sure. Tyrus is maybe fantasy dark fantasy Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, he's Jesus I from the darkest sins. timeline. All right. Anywho, so, you, you say to the halfling before you. I yeah I. So I'm looking for for Giebel. I mean, so I, I had, like, spilled all my biography and given him a few seconds mm -hmm. or probably a good long time to react, and he kind of just went, hmm. He nods. Giebel. He goes, yeah, I know a Giebel. And then he throws his drink at you and runs out the door. Um, um, let me see. I think you're probably a little surprised by this. Uh, I mean, roll the D10, I think. I mean, I roll a one on the D10. Yeah, I'm so. surprised. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so he, he he's out the he, door. Yeah, he tosses the drink at you and then jumps off the stool and runs. Can I try and catch the glass so that it doesn't break? <laughs> that's the thing you're concerned about? I think that's what I do with, like, while well, he's surprised. Give I me a I'm... dex check. See if you can catch the glass in the air. My dex is not good. No, I'm like no. bumbling, like trying to catch the glass, and I'm like juggling it as it goes clang and smashes on the floor. Shatters on the floor, yeah. Uh, people barely look up from what they're doing. 
what what do you do? The halfling has run out into the stormy streets. I mean, I look back. I look at. He's lost. I mean, I I think I follow him out. Mm-hmm. Um, I had already overpaid the bartender, so whatever. I, I just I I leave the broken glass on the floor. All right, you run Step out and you see him. Street staff in hand. You see him bolting to the right, um, towards Southgate. Um, I guess I give chase. For now, I mean, he. Sh- I I can even see him in this. Like he's... Uh, I mean, you, when he went out the door, you saw him take a right. So okay. as you run out into the streets, there's not a lot of light out there. It's just whatever spills from someone's window. There's no torches. There's no street lights. There's no moon or starlight. Yeah. Does it take? I have, I would if I lit a torch, it would be a half move. It would be half of my move. Uh, I think a, lighting a torch is a full round action. Yeah, so I've got to slow down to light a torch. But mm-hmm. I'll slow down to his speed. Well, yeah, because you need to, like, flint and tinder it yeah. lit. If you so have, like, an actual fire source, you could just put your torch in, and that would be There's a not... half round. There's not a fire source. Wait. There are candles around the tavern, but you'd have to, like, you know. No. But as a... But I can do a half move and light a torch, correct? No, it's a... Lighting a torch is a full round. Ooh. What was that? What? I don't know. There was a, a sharp, piercing whine for a moment. Um... Uh, lighting a torch is a half round action uh, a full round action if you have to flint and steal it up if you have to light it off of something else that's already lit then it's a half round Okay. so I think I take off running without a torch pulling a torch from my bag to light if I see like a lamp or something that I could light it on but otherwise I'm just going to run in the dark to the right hoping to catch this guy sure you bolt to the right start to make your way down the street Uh, it's dark you're not really sure what's going on around here and the halfling jumps out of a side alley that you begin to pass and attempts to tackle you of course he does um do i get an attack opportunity or is he still like or is he or am i surprised um you are not surprised by this time. This one, as I've he got my leaps quarter out staff of in hand, and unless so, if there was a if I passed a torch like a sconce or something, I would have pulled out a torch and lit it. No. If not, I think I've still just got my quarter staff in hand. Yeah, you haven't passed anything yet. Yeah. So I should get an attack opportunity. You do. Yeah. Yes. SWAT. He's probably got high decks though. I roll an eleven. Um, eleven is a miss. It is. It is Actually, you don't get your dex mod when you are making an unarmed attack against someone. Really? And you get a plus... Yeah, he's making an unarmed attack against you, which means you get a plus four to hit him, and he doesn't get his dex mod. Okay. I think it is is dark, though, so I get a penalty. Although he doesn't have Infravision, so the penalty and bonus cancel, correct? Right. Right. So you you hit him anyway. Um, Give me a roll for damage. Six with my quarterstaff. Wow. You crack him hard. He hits... He tackles you. Give me a strength check. An opposed oh, strength I check. Oh, I drained strength. Where's our... Ugh. 13. Oh. So if he passes, I am grappled or whatever. Come on, roll 20. Roll 20 is not playing the music. It's not playing the music. Oh, I. Th- it seems like chat got your... Got whatever horrible noise you heard as well. Yeah, yeah. I... I didn't get it. Right. Sorry, guys. No, it's probably just something from one of the programs there. You make a 13. He... Fail. Yeah, fail you myself. fail, but he also fails. He doesn't attack. He grabs you and grabs you around the waist. 
um, but he does not drag you to the ground, and we roll initiative. Is he still within my reach, or is... Uh, no, he's he's grappling with you. So he, he is, like, but he didn't, pa- neither of us passed our strength check, so what does that mean? Does he still have hands on me? He has hands on you, but neither, he didn't drag you to the ground. Okay. Can I cast a spell in this situation? Or do mm, I need to... He's a halfling, so he's only got you around the waist. He doesn't have your arms. I would say you can cast a spell, but if he gets his turn before you get your turn, he could interrupt your spell yeah. with, a, with a grapple maneuver of any kind. So it's a risky maneuver for you. Yeah, life's risky. I think I'm going to cast Blink. With Color Spray as well, that would be... Uh, Let me take just a second to look at the spells, the casting times. Debating between... Color spray and blink. Color spray casting time one. That's pretty nice. Blink casting time one as well. There we go. Um, I think I'm going to go for the blink with a four. All right. And he rolls an initiative of greater than force you cast blink um and you we still did we figure this out each round the spell is in effect the wizard rolls a 2d8 to determine the timing i think it kicks in next round so i don't blink this first round right okay all right so he tries to sweep your feet out from underneath you and drag you to the ground so he makes a he hits with his trip attack and you need to make a I believe it's a dex check probably strength or dex either way they're both eight so it doesn't okay. matter right now but nope I fail and his check passes he drags you to the ground slamming you against it hard against the, the cobblestone <laughs> I mean, is she on top of me mm-hmm um, he's interesting. He like slams you to the ground. He's sitting teleport. on you and goes there's to a, start to pummel you, but there's a possibility that I teleport ten feet directly above and fall on top of him. But we'll see what happens with the blink. Interesting. Um, he goes to pummel you, and I think that's the initiative roll for next oh, round. God. Yeah, my initiative is awful. Um, right. The two d eight is the, the result of the dice roll is used as the wizard's initiative for the round. No, it's used as Blink's initiative for the round. You add your D10. It says... Rolls to to determine the timing of the Blink. The result of the dice roll is used as the wizard's initiative for that round. I think we were dorking that up last time. If the spellcaster holds off his attack, if any, until after the Blink, the 2d8 delay is added to his normal D10. Or the spellcaster can try to get his attack in before the blink. Oh, he must announce his intent before rolling the 2d8 and the d10. Right. So I guess this time I'm waiting till the end of the round to attack. Okay. Alright, so he begins to unarmed attack pummel you. I think, if he's wrestling, I think he can just automatically do like his d2 damage or whatever. Right. Like, I don't... If he... he like, I assume he just got me into, like, a grapple hold 
Like, it depends. There's like three or there's many different unarmed combat rules in 2e. God, I know. I wish there was just like. Well, I mean, you pick one for your character, basically. All right, he just wants to pummel. He just wants to punch. And why did he even? I mean, he okay. Because you're on the ground now, which gives him advantage. You know, not five e advantage, but he's sitting on top of you, so that gives him high ground, and you're prone, so bonuses to hit all over the board. Yeah. Um. All right, so he makes a roll to hit his right hand and his left hand. Oh my God! Natural one and natural four. Uh, he goes to slam his fists into you, but you batter them away as you blink. Where do you blink? Um, Give me a D eight. Two. I think I have to reroll that. That's to your. Oh no, it's to the right. So I blink ten. So I, I'm still prone. I you think I blink ten feet to the right. Yeah, you blink out from underneath him and find yourself in the alleyway that he. And I roll to my feet, mm-hmm. come up behind him, and just shiv him in the. I, I I'm not proficient with my dagger yet. I just smack him over the head with the quarter staff. All right. Uh, I will give you back attack and surprise and high ground on this because he's on the ground. So is that plus five? Yes, but then minus. Four for darkness. Four for darkness. But he has a penalty four to his AC for darkness. Yes, as well. so that evens out. So plus five, basically. Oh god, no, miss. You swing and miss. Initiative. I'm gonna try and beat my initiative with a color spray. Shit, eight. Uh... <laughs> so the color spray should go off in my initial position or in the final. In position? your initial position. Yeah. Uh, unless he interrupts it. Does right. He, eight? he does. He turns around, uh, draws a dagger as he backs up and hurls it at you. Uh, armor class? Backs? He can't back up and hurl. I get an attack opportunity if he withdraws. If he, like, That's true. Off. So he either... But you can't make an attack of opportunity while you're casting a spell. He was sure. doing that. Sure. Yeah, okay. So he okay. exposed himself, but... Yeah, but yeah, my quarterstaff is, like, in one hand, not mm-hmm. useful as a weapon. Yeah. If it was a dagger, I could probably make a dagger opportunity. Mm, I think not while you're mid-spellcasting, I think. You need one hand free to cast the spell. You need both I hands think. free to cast spells. You do? Yeah. And how do wizards have stabs? I think you just rest your staff against you, or you hold the staff in the hand while you okay. jibber-jabber. I don't think the whole... I'm not... I mean, it doesn't take longer to cast to jibber-jabber when you roll poorly on your initiative, does it? I think that's like Let's, preparing. I think it, it's a thing that you can't look at too time closely. Is one. I feel like that implies that there's just like a couple of words that need to be said. Yeah. Like I think the rest of the round is like channeling magical energies. I don't. Well, I don't well know. one way or the other. Uh, what's your armor class? Ten. Okay. The dagger really? does hit you. I really need an armor spell. For two points, as it sinks into your ch- uh, shoulder. And it interrupts my spellcasting yeah. just flat out. That's what we're yep. going with. Yep. And then you blink. Poof. Where do you blink? Three is that back into your right. Three is right behind. Yeah. So, so you further into the alley and no. Now you're in the main okay. street. Uh, you're just back into the main street. Mm-hmm. Uh, further away from him. In fact, well, you can barely make out his figure. Um, I'm ten, I only blinked 10 feet. Oh, and then he ran. Yeah, but he backed up a little bit. You can make out his figure uh, standing in the rain, kind of heaving with his heavy breathing. Let's roll initiative for next round. Yeah. 
nine. Um, probably should have just gone with the blink. Does my blink beat? So I think his attack just fizzles. I don't know what it, where he's. He doesn't beat a three. I assume he does right? not beat a three. So I blink to. I blink to the right. So I think his targeting gets thrown off. Yeah. Because like he declared Ooh, his. There it goes again. What the fuck is that? I think it might be Steam that's doing that. I got a weird. I don't know what's going on, guys. That are viewers. I'm sorry about that. That's the second time it happened, and that time it happened when the Steam notification popped up. So I'm going to think it's maybe Steam, and I've closed it, so it's not going to happen again, fingers crossed. If it happens again, we'll probably restart the entire stream, because that is not an acceptable noise for us. Um, sorry about that. Okay, continue, Ryan. Um, um, I think I, I blink at the start of the round, 10 feet to the right. Um, yeah. If he's throwing, he probably throws where I just was. Is he running? I mean, I, my attack. Goes. No, so he goes to hurl a dagger. Or you blink. You see him hurl a dagger. It kind of just clatters into the darkness where you were. You mm -hmm. blinked further. Actually, you can't blink any farther to your right. Um, oh. No, you so, can. You blink inside a building. Oh, shit. You are in someone's house. Um, <laughs> there is a, a candle next to a bedside. There is a, a couple sitting up in bed. The wife has a book open and is thumbing through the pages, and as you appear, she looks at you, gives a yell, the husband sits up in bed, his, right. pulls the sleeping mask from his face, and they both look at you with horror as this rain-soaked wizard appears in their bedroom. <laughs> Alright, I, I immediately flee the bedroom. If I can grab the candle on the way out, I will do so. Yes, very easily to. Yeah, I just snag the candle right out the front door. All right, you're out the front door, back into the street. Can I position myself and find, like, give chase, or is it just like... Um, by the time you step back out into the streets, I don't think you can see him anymore. Yeah, he booked it. Yeah. So with the candle now, I do, like, I go, I spend, I mean, I jog down the street looking for him. Give me a perception check. Uh, the direction he was running... Twelve, now. You don't see him in the streets. What about the shadows? Is he hiding in the shadows? There's if no he way he is. He's doing it successfully. God, the bastard. Um, I I spend a few minutes like casing the place. Like I jog a little further the direction he was running, and then if I don't see him in that round, I'll sort of turn back and I'll probably pace the street, pace the alley mm -hmm. for a good while. He's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I guess the candle goes out right away in the rain, huh? Um, pretty quickly. You could have... You did have time to light a torch off it if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I would have lit a torch. And yeah. Tried to find him. Right. No luck? No luck. Gone. He's nowhere to be seen. You now have a, a candle that's been put out in like a little candle holder and a torch and a staff. So your hands are filled with wooden, you know, with things. Yeah, yeah. I probably got candle and staff like clutched in one hand. Mm -hmm. I, I dumped the, hand, the candle back on like the doorstep of the... Oh, it's so nice of you to put it back to the same house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not evil yet. <laughs> um, uh, and then frustrated... 
think I go to Red Shield Manor, unless something strikes me on the way there. Like unless inspiration right. strikes on the way there. You I'm make wet, your... I'm cold. I'm pissed off. You make your way through the dirty. I guess not so dirty anymore. You make your way through the she rain-soaked knows that streets. That a leprechaun. She knows who I am. Torrents of water run down the sides there of either street. There are a few streets. awkward blinks, by the way, in the rounds that I was searching. It's fine. Uh, we're you, just going to assume that I didn't teleport into anyone else's living um, room? If you walk down the middle of the street, you can secure yourself not teleporting into <laughs> anyone's room if you stick to the center of the street. Because the street's about ten feet wide, and if you would... Yes, yeah, so that way you would, you would probably blink into a wall, so you can't mm. blink. If you walk down the very center of the street... If you're very intentionally trying not to blink into someone's house, you can do it. Otherwise, you probably do blink into another house somewhere. Um, but you make yourself your way to the Red Shield, the Red Shield Estate. My HP is 10 out of 15. Max Noob Woner. What, what a Twitch ID. That guy must be really good at Counter-Strike or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you did six damage to him, right? Yeah, a nice crack with a quarterstaff, but only got the one attack in. Alright, you find yourself before Red Shield Manor. It took you a little while to get here. You're not used to the Chimberton streets. You got a little lost and turned around. It must be nearing midnight now. Uh, but you stand before Chimberton, uh, before Red Shield Manor, your torch in hand, sputtering in the rainy night. Is the, the gate is closed? The gate is open, creaking on its hinges. And there's no... There's no guard on duty? No guard on duty. Uh, no guard outside. You presume inside there are plenty of guards. Music's intense. Second, I was wishing for a set of black robes and come to visit her as Georg Grimm. But I'm already here. And the gates are wide open as if she's expecting me. I give them a gentle push and go up the walkway. They creak and you step in through the yard. There's a fountain off to your left. You know, rose bushes to your right. little sitting area. Mm-hmm. It all looks a little bit creepy in the rain long shadows being cast by your torchlight. You make your way to the front door. There's a slight awning sitting over it to give you shelter. Um, Inside, you can actually hear conversation in between the blasts of thunder. Um, Can I listen and tell any more, or is it just muffled by the building? It's muffled by the building and by the rain and by the, the thunder that rolls through. You see there's a little bit of light coming from one of the windows um, down to the left side of the, the villa. I give the door uh, my quarterstaff. The speaking stops. And then you hear footsteps. Uh, the door opens and a, a butler stands before you. He's in uh, his nightshirt. He's still got a little bow tie on, though. Looks like maybe it's a clip-on or something. He just clipped it onto his nightshirt. Mm-hmm. He's got one of the big floppy nightcaps. 
and holds a large candle in a tray. And he says, Is there any sign of who the other party was? Uh, he opens the door and says, Good evening, sir. What would bring you to our establishment at such an hour? I, I think I just like ignore him for a second and I like, look past him into the foyer to like see if I can see someone or see someone running down the hallway. He or... did not keep the door. He opened the door like a quarter of the way, so he's blocking cle- very clearly blocking. So half I like, the... probably try to look over and past him. And I say, "Who are you speaking to just now?" Give me a perception check. See if you can get your head in and look around. See what you can see. Yeah. How good of a view do you really get? Oh, you get a good that's... view. That's yeah. a, that's a pretty solid oh. view. You managed to poke your head in. And you see Lady Red Shield in a long red silken nightgown, basically, uh, in the back left corner down in the foyer, looking towards you. And as you spot her, she steps forward and says, <clears throat> Rudolph, step back. This is our dear friend, Georg. Don't you know him? Did you actually say Georg? Uh, no, Sam, fucking no. Carl. <laughs> this is our dear friend, Carl. The Arc Wizard for Baron Song. Assassins, milady? Don't you think that was a bit much? We have many things to discuss, it seems, Carl. Won't you come in? Rudolph, (coughs) see him to the parlor, uh, she says, as she walks to the door that you recognize, or to a door that you would expect leads to her bedroom having blinked into it before i have 19 intelligence i know ex- yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I i know where i blinked i extinguished my torch like in the on the ground just before entering yeah um, the man by. leads you into a parlor it is a very comfortable sitting room and Chad just wants me to murder this then you, you guys don't get any story if i just murder hobo every npc that we meet don't listen to them we at least need to need to milk them for all the information they have and and what reason do you have to kill her yeah i stole her diary she sent assassins potato potato for tat all right the butler rudolph in the foyer uh the butler rudolph leads you into a room just to the left of the foyer the room that had the light coming out of it you see a candle sitting next to a, a large chair he takes the candle over to the hearth and begins to prepare. It begins to light the, the a fire in there. It looks like there's already kindling and logs set up mm-hmm. for a fire in the future, and he begins to light it. Just uh, put my torch out. All right. After he s- gets it going, he stands up and asks if you'd like any refreshments. I think your heart's probably still racing a little bit, despite the <sighs> the polite manner I, of the butler. I think I just shake my head. Uh, he stands off to the side politely. Uh, I think I, I'm standing next to the fire, warming myself. Um, a few minutes pass before Lady Red Shield enters. Uh, she has changed clothes and is in much more appropriate attire. She wears something similar to what she wore that first time you saw her. A long red dress maybe it's hard to tell whether it's a dress or a robe you know it's one of them fancy lots of fabric lots of folds it's all one big thing that drapes down Uh, but it's very elegant and fitting somehow 
She stands and through the door and gives the butler a, a nod, and he excuses himself from the room. So, so we're alone here in the what is this? The study? The what would you call it? What did, what did she call it? The parlor. Parlor. Are there books? Um, no, not really. This isn't where, is this where we met the first time? No, you met upstairs in her office. That's what I thought. This is much more of like a, a sitting and talking and drinking and, you know, it's the equivalent of the living room. Um, in fact, the living room is literally the parlor. They changed the name after, I want to say the Spanish flu, because so many people were, you know, you would show a body off in the parlor when it had died and parlor became, you know, a term for sadness, and so they called it the living room because so many people were dying in there. Um, interesting note of is that technology. true? It is true from what I have read. Now I may have been misinformed, but <laughs> from my investigations, living room and parlor, same same. So, milady, you say we have much to discuss. If it I appears I would like to start by asking why you saw it necessary to send assassins after me in my home. I would like to ask why you pretended to be a leprechaun and then stole something of mine. I know not what you speak. I thought we were being honest. Stare her down for a second. Did we ever say... Who said anything about honesty? I'll start being honest when... When you do. I freely admit I sent a short little man to slit your throat in your sleep and retrieve my book. Now, your turn. My eyes narrow. Magic. Who enchanted that book for you? <laughs> you should you know her. It. A cleric in your town. Yes, she was quite tight-lipped. Maybe yes. you're not asking the right questions. <laughs> yes, I spoke with our dear mother. Well, well, well. We have quite the little problem, don't we? I think I, I take a seat on, at like the fireplace. Is there like a is the hearth extend out into the room? Uh, not really, but there are chairs nearby. You take a seat. She takes a seat. You guys are facing each other in these ridiculously large te- uh, chairs. They come up like <laughs> a foot and a half above your head, and they got these big rests. You sink into them. Big buttons hold. Only them back. I had an enlarged spell to make me big enough for this chair. Or oh, how big is the chair? Um, I can choose how much to reduce it. I think that I do just that. I take out a little bit of iron powder and sprinkle it on the chair. Oh, hold on, hold on. All right. So as you start to take out something from your pouch. She puts up a hand and says, I wouldn't do that if I were you. We may be alone in this room, but this house is guarded. You've taken precautions since I was last here. I was informed you were coming. Since the leprechaun was last here. A mutual friend of ours met you earlier tonight. 
came right here to let me know you were in town. Why, that couldn't have been more than two minutes ago. Fast little halfling. Is that thimble or symbol? Gimbal's... His name's really not important, is it? Sure, sure. So here we are. I'm like, I think I'm racking my brain trying to figure out how she could possibly protect this place. Like on such certain, she's got to be the wizard. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here we are. So. So you're the wizard then, and I, I lean forward, having maybe just pieced things together. I don't know what you mean by the wizard. The other, the other wizard, here in town. Randall seems quite confident that he is the only one. Is that who you're working for? That was the one piece I couldn't figure out. <clears throat> Doing a favor. I'm new to the neighborhood. You never know. Never know who may help you out further down the line. Quite true, indeed. Loyalty is bought in very strange ways. Randall's a competent enough man. But it has taken him far longer to deduce this than I would have expected. And not slowly. He, he was concerned about... God, I can't even remember. Suspicious dealings. It's mostly the books, but he seemed to imply darker arts. People always uh, fear yes, what they don't know. Gland. There appears to be a shortage. Sloppy work, Annabella. She says to herself. Annabella. I don't. I Garrett doesn't say that. That was Ryan reacting. How many fucking wizards are there in this place? So, we have a problem. You can't kill me and escape here alive. And I don't really... challenge? And I don't really like that you are going about telling Ramdal of my wizarding. I've told Ramdal nothing, but unless you can convince me otherwise oh, tonight... quite good to know. I see. Unless you can convince me otherwise tonight. He's the one offering me something. I thought you were trying to make friends. Get help. Introduce yourself to the local establishment. <laughs> Who better to help you along your way than me? I'm listening. In exchange for information about this, our secret wizard, 
snatching up all the books, Ramdal was prepared to allow me to glimpse into his spell book. You see, Lord Song is quite keen that I master the art of scrying. Never been too interested myself, but a boss is a boss. Hmm. How attached are you to this Lord Song? get along all right. What are you suggesting? I have many works that need doing, and so few people I can trust with secrets. How much is he offering to pay you? Come work for me. I may not have Baroness in my title, but Countess will come soon. The politics of this are all way over my head. <laughs> <clears throat> and you know what happens to a Countess? Well, you know what a Countess has the power to do? A, a, is a Count higher than a Baron? Yes. Do I know that? Yes. Okay. Uh, King, Count, Baron, Lord is the order. I don't know. Behead people? No. No. Well, yes, but no. A countess can appoint barons. Can name nobles. That's... Lord Carl has a very warm ring to it, doesn't it? I am a wizard, not a lord. Why not both? No, no, I think it would be in the best interest of my reputation to at least show some loyalty. I've only just been appointed. Don't you see? You are the most loyal man around. Here you come, all the way to Thornwood, on a mission for your lord, only to learn that someone has it out for him. You race back, braving the rain through the night, only to get to the barren song too late. You make your way through his room, into the through the, the keep to his side, and find him dead. The assassins got to him too soon. They came after you, and while you were gone hunting them down, they got to him. My jaw hangs open for a second. Is Giebel still in Misty Rapids? Who cares where that little fool is? Oh. Wait, so... The truth of the situation and the truth that we tell people are two different things. You make your way back to Misty Rapids, fearful of your lord's potential demise, see him in, and I see to it that you replace him. Lord of Misty Rapids, Lord Carl, Baron Carl. What is it that you have against Baron Song? He's a two-bit man from a two-horse town. Eh. Terrified of the shadows. Well, trolls did. He's terrified of the shadows. He's paralyzed with fear, unable to do anything. Do you blame him? 
I blame incompetence. I blame fear. Milady, I'm perfectly willing to work with you if you can make it in my interest, but I am no assassin, and I am not convinced that slaying Lord Song at this juncture is wise. Despite his paranoia and numerous flaws, he's keeping the region stable for now, is he not? I don't care. What is it, then, Ark-Carl, that you want? Why have you come here this evening? What brought you to my doorstep? Frankly, I was angry. That's twice now your halflings have eluded me. They're slippery, aren't they? Lord Song can wait. I think your plans have been brewing for quite some time. It's, it's a little longer. You still haven't convinced me on the Randall situation. You look angry. Were you expecting me to roll over and beg? I'm just you wondering... You haven't even scratched my belly yet. I'm just wondering how best to dispose of you. Clearly you have no value to me. My butler has seen you come in. By now the whole house knows who's here. If you somehow manage to kill me, which... You won't. And somehow manage to elude my guards. Which you won't. You are a dead man. Unless you plan on murdering every single person in this house before Who you can be stopped. said anything about murder? So you see... You're in a bit of a pickle. What you really should be doing is asking me or offering me something not to see you dead. Can I roll a spellcraft check to like try and guess of, like out of character I don't know any spells that would like prevent or like like magic wards that would like zap a wizard for trying to cast a spell. Can I roll a spellcraft check to see if I would have heard of anything like that or is that not? Not appropriate? Um, in theory, something is possible. Like, it is possible that you could have a spell effect when a spell is... when anyone tries to cast a spell, blah 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 happens. Mm -hmm. um, it may not be in the player's handbook or any of the other spell books, but a, a spell could be contrived to do such a thing. A custom spell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree, Kalimth. This bitch got crazy. <laughs> Um, I 
there's a knock on the door, and the butler comes in with a silver tray on which are glasses of some, probably, alcohol. Uh, he sets one down before you and sets one down before her. Just a second. And begins to walk away. Does trucing reveal the presence? Would that reveal a poison? Like a Truce. See things as they truly are. So, I, I mean, it's, that sounds super general. Like, I think I would be, like, if I invoked that, I would be able to tell if the wine was poisoned or if... Well, all sorts of fun things. Uh... Looking for the spell to. God, it's a fifth level spell. The exact location of displaced things is obvious. Invisible things become visible. Illusions and apparitions are seen through. Polymorph chains or enchanted things are apparent. I think that does include detecting poisons. Sure. I mean, the line, it doesn't get, it doesn't say anything specifically about that, but it says the ability to see things as they are. So, like, I'd yeah. be, be like, that's not a glass of wine, that's a glass of poison. Yeah. I, I would see. say it would detect poison. Okay. Oh, yeah, and the reverse false scene causes the person to see things they are not. Rich is poor, rough, rough is smooth, beautiful is ugly. So it sounds like it's just kind of. OP high-level wizard spells. Mm -hmm. um, does invoking the amulet require that I touch it, or yes. can I just slide through my... Um, I don't... Th I think you need to ha hold it in your hand. Or at least, mm -hmm. you know, you could just stroke it, maybe, and that through would Through my shirt, or do I have to... No, skin must touch it. I mean, it's touching my bare chest. Skin from your hand. You must have, like, a, a good grip on it to hold it. So it, w it would require you to reveal the amulet, yeah. At least on no, some level. I'll hold off for now, and I, I don't think I'm going to drink the drink though. Like maybe I'll take it absentmindedly, like raise it to my lips, but set it down without actually touching my lips to the to the glass. With all due respect for your position and your power, milady. Your threats do not scare me. And I am still unmoved on the, the matter with Randall. Well then, you are free to go. I stand from my chair slowly, taking my staff. Does she stay seated? She stays seated, drums her fingers on her glass, and says, It was nice knowing you, Carl. I wish we could have known each other better before you died.
I think I'm pausing there just like a few feet away from her or whatever, like across the room, staring at her for a second, trying to look like, I'm like, do I go invisible? Do I try and blink through a wall? What does she got planned? She just like throw a fireball as soon as she's out of the blast radius. What is happening right now? I think I just back out slowly out of the room. Um, back into the rain. Yeah, yeah. Back I, yeah, into the I night. Just, yeah. Back into the streets of Thornwood. Does she like like she just lets me walk out of the room? Mm-hmm. God. Why don't we take our second break? We'll see you guys on the other side. I'm gonna restart the stream. Bye bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Carl, Georg, really, but Carl for now. You make your way out of Annabelle Red Shield's estate, through her gardens, through the creaky gate, and back into the streets of Thornwood. You didn't even mention anything to chat about me blinking through the walls, and now I'm in another room in my apartment. I didn't want to spoil the surprise. <laughs> uh, Carl has blinked from one room to another. No, Ryan has. I'm a wizard, Neil. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So it's cliffhanger into nothing exciting happens. I go home. <laughs> uh, you where do you go? I, mean, I guess yeah. I'm allowed to leave for house the grounds. Do I see any guards on the way out? It's just like this. Give me a perception check. Mm. Yeah. You spot a man with a heavy crossbow on the. When you're walking out the door on the right side of the house, standing in the rain, you, can, you can't hear it, but you can see the rain bouncing off his metal cap. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a heavy crossbow, and he's kind of poked his head around the corner. And as you walk out, he just watches. Is he tra- I guess I watch him. No, he doesn't do anything. You walk and he watches and you disappear into the streets around the large wall with the ivy crawling up it. Away from view. Well, I guess I head back to my room at the Sleepy Knoll. Get some shut-eye. Takes you a while to get there, but eventually you make your way back to the Sleepy Knoll. It's late at night by the time you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, anything in particular you're doing or just getting uh, some shut eyes? locking my door and going to bed okay you go to bed if you knock a wizard locked door is it forever unlocked or is it just it's temporary right I guess because I think wizard lock is permanent so now this is permanently my room in the sleepy knoll unless Um, no, knock dispels it for a brief duration. So if you wizard lock this door, it is forever wizard locked. Okay, <laughs> maybe I won't do that. Or maybe I will. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I, I yeah, I think I just wizard lock it. Is that really like the wizard the caster themselves can't unlock it? 
short of like a dispel magic. Wizard lock is permanent. You need dispel magic to remove it, or you need to physically remove the door from the lock. <laughs> uh, I don't think it will actually matter in game, but I'm just sort of laughing at like the situation like a few days from now when the the owner is like, "God damn it! Why won't this door open? It's stuck." Whatever. And when he finally needs it, he takes it off the hinges and finds it's not coming out, and so gets a bunch of men to bash it down and it's just a normal door and can't figure it out and yeah you're creating a nightmare for this man um, but you find yourself in your room late at night the storm still raging outside do you sleep do you feel comfortable sleeping no that's why wizard locked the door is there a window is there any other way into the room there's a window Yeah, yeah, I'll trap the window as well. Let's How do you see. trap the window? I don't have another wizard lock. Um, I think I just like set up some contraption that would make a ton of noise if the window were to open. So I like balance. Quarter staff. Can I just like bar it with a quarter staff? Is there a way to bar the window? How does the window function? Uh, it's on the second floor, and it's just oh. a set of shutters that opens up and then latches shut. There's no glass in it or anything. So I think I spend a few minutes taking my 25 feet of rope and mm -hmm. just like tying the shit out of the window so that it's like tied shut from the inside. Okay, it'll look oh like it's tied shut from the outside too, because you'd have to like thread the rope out through the shutters and then back in through other shutters. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Okay. That's the second story, unless they've got hot halflings that can climb and come get me. Not too concerned. And I guess I go to sleep. I probably should have taken more care to, like, run some circles so that no one saw me come here. I mean, I think I didn't notice anyone following me, right? Um... I don't think you noticed anyone following you. You didn't seem too occupied with that. So, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to try and get some sleep. Okay. Um, the night passes. You wake up the next morning. The rain is still thundering. Mm -hmm. The storm is still here. But, mm -hmm. this, but it is the next day. Mm -hmm. You have survived the night. Um, I'll rememorize color spray and blink. I want to detect magic on that on the Lady Redshield's house, but perhaps another time. And I guess I'm going to go see Lord Randall, or not Lord Randall, uh, Ark Randall. Okay. Um, sure, you can make your way to Hillside where Countess Castilian's keep is. Oh, that's right. She lives in the keep. She lives in the keep, and so does Randall the Transmuter. Mm -hmm. They both live in the keep. Not together. They have separate rooms. Um, but you make your way to the keep. It's easy to find. It's the tallest, largest, stoniest building in town. 
and you find yourself before its gates. The guards recognize the sigil on your shirt. Uh, maybe they remember you from last time you were here too. You're not sure, but they open the castle, the keep gates to you, and usher you in away from the rain. Mm-hmm. You find yourself inside the nice, maybe not cozy. It's definitely chilly, but you find yourself inside the keep. make my way to Lord Randall. Sure. There's plenty of warm torches and lanterns that bathe the halls of this keep in light and provide you some warmth from the the chill air and the chill stones. You plod your way through um, and eventually come to Randall's door. I guess I'm spilling the beans. I give the door a knock. Um, there's a... Just a minute! Hold on! Is that Lord Ramdall? Uh, Ark Ramdall, yeah. Eventually the door's opened, and Ramdall sees you and goes, Ah! Carl! I didn't think I would see you again. You vanished. Come, mm. come in, come in. Uh, he ushers I you in and leads you in. to a, a separate yeah. room where there's a fire going, and you see a chair pulled all the way up to the fire, and he sits in it uh, and motions for you to bring a stool over or something as he warms mm-hmm. himself. He says, God. So, the librarian, tell me, is Murphy the man? No, I'm afraid it's... much more confusing than that. Uh, but that sounds like you found found our our wizard, our warlock, our sorcerer, our diviner? Who who is it? Witch. A witch. It is like pause like hesitant hesitating to say the name. I'm not sure why or like I don't know. I felt like I Georg wanted to be convinced wanted her to turn him. And she just like didn't she like didn't use logic. <laughs> so yeah, uh, why our secret witch is none other than Lady Redshield herself. Lady Redshield? Are I'm, you quite certain? I nod. He gets up I, and walks I, over to a table, mm-hmm. kind of looking towards the ground, eyes cast downward, scratching his head, puzzling things out. This he... this whole investigation has put me in quite a pickle. That's why I haven't been around. Lady Redshield knows that I know. She sent assassins to Misty Rapids. What? Uh, is the door shut behind me? Yeah. You guys are actually, the, the door is down on a floor separate. You guys walked up some staircase to get to this warm, this nicer sitting room. I know. I mean, I'm sure she's covered her tracks, but it was her. We, sp- we spoke last night. No, no, no. He picks up a letter off the table and goes... I just got a letter from Lady Redshield this morning. What is it? He opens it up, and it explodes in his face. 
Um, how you're probably fairly close. I don't think you're within ten feet though. I have no idea. Depends how big the room is. No, I think you're more I than mean, ten feet. You are outside of the blast radius for sure. Because um, you're over by the hearth, and his table is on the other side. Yeah, I'm soaking wet. Um, he opens the letter, breaks the seal, casts his gaze down to it, and a bright light, a thunder of noise and heat overwhelms you as our poor Ramdal. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What am I in the middle of? Takes... 15 points of damage and is ripped to shreds before you. He's dead? Um, well, his body collapses on the ground uh, at your feet. The room is on fire. All of the things on the table are destroyed. The table is destroyed. His study seems to be... It's just blackened and charred. You find yourself kind of stunned as you pick yourself off the ground after being thrown to it. Glancing around, your ears are ringing. Okay, um, I think my... Randall! And I, like, leap forward to inspect the body and, like... You... uh, He is unconscious, but still alive, somehow. Barely. So I try... I attempt to... I guess, is it in check? Give me an intelligence check. And don't roll a one. Don't roll a one. Yeah, so I attempt to staunch the bleeding. Holy shit. <laughs> you, you can't. Uh, the wounds are bad. He's leaking blood from all one. over. I'm, I sh- I'm like shouting. I like, oh, help! Help! You hear pounding at the door down below. Is there any like? Is there anything left of the letter, or is it just like? Oh it, God, no! It looks like I walked in here and I threw a fireball at him. Uh, you know, now that you phrase it like that, kinda. Yeah, um, you hear, you hear pounding on the door below, and you hear the sound of Ramdul. Is everything okay, Doc? We need a doctor. Open the door. The door. I mean, I did open the door, right? No, the door is downstairs, a floor. Oh, oh okay. Um, how heavy is Ramdal? Ramdal is 130 pounds. So I don't think I can pick him up. God, I hope he's not like he's gonna bleed out. I I go I downstairs as quickly as I can. You make it to the door. Curl the door open. It's locked. From the inside. Wait, I can unlock it though, right? Nope. You don't see what? a lock. Wizard lock. I knock it. You have knock memorized? I have knock memorized. Oh, shit! Yeah. Okay, hold on. Now the, his so exact now HP like... remain is important. Shit. What did I say? How much damage did I say he took? 15? 15. Okay, that brings him to... Uh, no. Wait. Alright, you knock the door open. Um, it bursts off its hinges. I'm, the, I'm still shouting, like, help, doctor! Is there some, There's someone on the other side of the door, right? There is a armed guard on the other side of the door. Um, he's got a... He's wearing chain mail, bronze chain mail. He has a sword at his side. He's wearing the tra- trappings of... Just Count him? Yeah, yes, Countess Castilian. Wait, it's, ju- wait, it's just the one guard. Yes. I, I should, he's bleeding out! I'd... Come quick! And I, like, like, try to get him to run... Right, he chases up with you, sees the room, 
gasps, runs over to Ramdal. I, I th- I'll, like, say as he's hopefully rolling mm-hmm. a better in check than me. Um, it was the letter. The letter exploded. Blew the place to pieces. He attempts to patch the wounds and succeeds. He manages to bind Ravdal's wounds. Um, I let out a sigh of relief. Uh, the guard doesn't. He tells you to stay where you are and bolts down the hallway. Uh, down the room and out the door into the hallway of the keep. Um, I will take this opportunity to search the room. Uh, well, it's pretty badly damaged. This looks like it was probably a sitting room, like, study-esque area. Not where you would keep your official... Well, it's hard to tell. Things are pretty badly damaged all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a a, uh, a shelf with some books on it that's been knocked over, and the books have been spilled all over. The actual table on which the letter was sitting is completely destroyed. The alchemical reagents that were all over the table are damaged. There's a noxious vapor kind of filling the air. It smells like maybe... His stuff, or is that the smell of the spell? It's probably his chemicals that have spilled and are starting to mix and react with each other or just eat away at things. Do I see his spellbook? Ah. His spellbook. You is it among the books on the shelves? Uh, give me a perception check to see if you can find it quickly. Twenty-eight. Yeah, you find the semi-charred spellbook uh, knocked over into a far corner, sitting on top of the bookshelf. Actually, on top of that knocked-over bookshelf, hanging there. He's stable. Is there a window to this room? There is not, but there is a staircase continues up to a third floor. I'll take the spellbook and go up to the third floor. The third floor is a bedroom. Is it not? Is the only the base was locked? Yeah. Okay, and there is a window at the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Is there anything of interest in the bedroom as I'm scanning it quickly? Nothing uh, at a quick glance. But there's a wardrobe. There's a small vanity. There's a footlocker. Peering out the window, do I see anything of interest? You see the city before you. Am I, like, out, this is, like, the outside wall of the keep? Yes. On the third yeah. floor. I pull a spider out of my pocket, cast spider climb, and just peace out, climb out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you spider climb your way down the wall without when, issue. Right? Is that how, yeah. Just, yeah. I, I've never used uh, spider. The spider and the bitumen, and you eat, eat them both. Spider. Yeah. Eat them. You eat them. Um, and you, Too with left. his spell book, you crawl with out the window. He'll wake up and set the story straight, but until then, I don't... Oh, God. Oh, God. Where do you go? I kind of want to talk to Lady Red Shield again, but that seems way too risky. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna go collect my horse. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, I'm probably splitting town, debating whether or not to send a message or something to Lady Redshield. So okay. I head back to the sleepy knoll to grab my horse. 
Alright. Uh, let me just take a quick look here. Okay. So you make it back to the sleepy knoll. Uh, the innkeeper gives you a... Ah, hello there, Carl! So good to have you again! Um, there were some quandaries about why your windows were tied shut. I would I would have untied them. I mean, that was my oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he still asks. Apparently someone saw them in the morning. Uh, one can never be too careful. Hmm. Quite right, indeed. Uh, how long will you be staying? We can prepare your room for tomorrow. Um, no, I, I, well, maybe. I, I pay him enough to, like, keep the room, mm-hmm. but I collect my horse and leave. All right. Uh, he waves goodbye and uh, tells you that he'll have your room ready for you in the, uh, on your back. Where do you go? Uh, towards the gate. Hopefully before news can spread from the keep to the gate. But we'll see. By the time you get to the gate, church bells are ringing throughout the town. It's the the warning bells. And by the time you get to approach the gate, you can see in the distance that it has been closed. Uh, spider climb is gone, huh? Mm-hmm. What's the, it's probably gone, yeah. Sell the horse or not? Well, I could have just feather falled out the window. Oh well, I wanted to use a new spell. How tall are the walls? 15 feet tall. Oh, that's Eight it? Eight feet thick. Red brick. They're really not designed yeah. to keep people in. In or out. I mean, a wizard. I've got like I've got like four spells that will get me over those walls. <laughs> but not my horse, alas. And I, I could knock the gates, but not without a knock spell. I th- and how would you get your horse on the other side? If I knock the gates open. Oh right. Well, through. with minus the gate, when minus I the horse. Yeah. Blink. Feather fall, spider climb. Yeah, spider climb. Rope trick. That's why I asked how tall the wall tall was. I can even uh. just like make a rope trick and climb up to the other side of the wall. Nice. Drape the rope over the end. Then I lose my rope. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um God, is there anywhere any way I could sell this horse on the cheap? I I mean I think I'm gonna go like away from the gate. And like try to sell the horse on the cheap. Is there like are there horse where do you are there like stables or Um let's see Thornwood. Whatever you'd call it. Thornwood does uh, not have a stable master. I think you probably looked for a horse last time you were the first time you came through here. So you remember that there's no stable master in town. You could probably just try and hawk it to a person if you offer them a good price. Yeah, if you I find someone that looks like they could afford a horse. Yeah, I'm like, hey, want to buy a horse on the cheap? How much? Uh, 50 gold. Good riding horse. Nice health. Take a look at these teeth. Why are you selling it so cheap? Horse isn't stolen, is it? He says, giving you a bit of an eye. You, you see a brand? Doesn't mean it wasn't stolen. Nah, it ain't stolen. Just down on my luck. 
Why are you trying to sell it for cheap then? Sell it quick. I need, I need some, I need gold, man. Look, if you're not interested, and I like start to, I walk off. No, 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 no. Uh, let's call it forty. Forty-five. Forty. 40. All right, all right, all right. Uh, he runs inside, grabs some gold, gives you forty gold, takes your horse. Okay, and then I run to the wall, and I'm going to try to blink through it. So I'm going to cast Blink, um, and just keep, if I blink backwards, I'll keep running at the wall. So I'm, like, going, like, to the south side of town, so mm-hmm. we're away from the road. What's the, is that the sketchy part? That's, like, is that Chimneyton? Chimberton? Chimberton is the east side of town. So hold on, you want to blink through the, the wall? I want to blink through the wall. How thick was the wall? Eight feet. Okay, so I can blink through a wall. Mm-hmm. Right? I blink ten feet. Yeah, so I want to blink through the wall. So you basically like hug the wall. Yeah, I cast blink and I hug the wall, and then yeah. Okay, so hold on. Let's bring up the the map of town real quick. That's um, my first blink direction. If it's relevant, do I still have that hand? Oh, I do still have that handout. Now, as I said before, this map is a little bit ugly. Um, oh, wait. So okay, so the gate comes in the south and the east. Yeah, I think I head through Chimberton. Is that where the knoll? The knoll. The, the sleepy knoll is in somewhere over between like near chimberton south gate and market district in that corner okay so i probably um, sold the horse somewhere in market district okay but notice the wall has a moat directly on the other side all the way around it except for re- where those bridges are do i recall what the moat was like it's about 50 feet wide 50 feet jesus yeah. well i mean 50 feet is like your standard moat width i think Mm-hmm. um and you don't remember off the top of your head if there's anything living in it or not. Ah, uh, yuck. No, I do not want to teleport into a moat. If I feather fall, though, I can, like, I don't know, but not 50 feet forward, can I? Can I, like, float feather, like, feather fall forward? <laughs> or, like, leaping feather fall? Hmm. Right? Because if it reduces your falling, like, do your falling speed to two feet per minute but you like, jump outward at but a it speed. reduces your mass to that of a feather so if your mass okay. is that of a feather if you jump out the air resistance is gonna keep you from going very far it'd be like throwing a feather you know maybe it's a little better at keeping wizards in than you expected well I mean I can swim I don't want to get all my shit wet Did you add the spell, the weight of um, Randall's spellbook to your character sheet? Yeah, I'm still in Uncovered, actually. Okay. What do you do? So I think I'm over here at, like, the west wall... Near Chimberton? Yeah. I, I think I have to swim. Unless I... Are the walls manned, aside from the gates? Like, are there people patrolling There are them? people patrolling the walls, but there's a pretty big gap between them. 
It looks like it's just kind of casual patrols. Just making sure that there's nothing approaching from the outside. It's not, you know, to keep people in. It's to spot anything that might be coming from outside. Contemplating just going invisible, but then it's just another soul that I have to harvest. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to have to do. Although not quite yet. I can't cast blink. Like, invisibility is broken by casting spells. Yes. Pretty much every spell. Yes. Improved invisibility allows you to cast spells and keep going. Yeah. The gates were shut when I got there. If I cast Featherfall, could I walk on water? That's a very good question. That, like, what level is... I feel like you should, but that kind of breaks the game, doesn't it? Like, because there's a priest, there's probably a priest spell walk on water. It's like a higher level spell. I don't know. Water walk is a third level priest spell. Tread on any liquid as if it were firm ground, mud, quickstand, oil, running water. Yeah, but it's longer and it targets multiple creatures. Mm -hmm. And it keeps a normal rate of movement. I think you could maybe walk across water, but it would be slow. Like splash across water? Yeah, like you'd set your... When you hit your foot on it, it would kind of like give a little bit of a splash and you'd move and give a little splash and you'd move. And you could move slowly across water. Um, so I think that's what I'm going to try. Hold on. Featherfall last five rounds. Seem the mass of a piece of feather. So I feel like if you have the mass of a piece of feather with human-sized shoes, you should, the surface tension should keep you from sinking. Makes sense to me. All right, makes sense to Georg. He's going to try it. I think I cast... I think I cast Blink first and then Featherfall. Okay, so give me a bunch of Blinks until you get one going forward. Yeah, and then I'll cast Featherfall as... God, I don't even know. Like, I can't cast it while I'm flailing in the water, right? You could cast... You can cast Blink and then cast Featherfall the next round. Yeah, so I think that's what I do. So I guess let's roll to see if I beat the blink. I think I do. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay, so I cast Featherfall the next round. And I blink, blink eight. I think that's straight ahead. Blink is straight first. forward. Mm -hmm. Yep, so I blink through after casting Featherfall and, like, hope. Yeah. And this is over by Chimberton, you said? Yeah, where did that? Can I. I guess I can't ping the hand. No, no, no. But that I, I get what uh, you're saying. Probably, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably like the middle of Chimberton. Okay. Middle of the wall. 
fantastic. All right, so you blink through the wall and float down a few inches to the water below. Pull up a foot. And as you do, you see large reptiles in the water. Very large reptiles in the water. But we're going to take a break. (laughs) I know it's a little early, but we're having some stream issues. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back on the other side. See you guys soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Stream issues have been fixed, so yippee. Uh, Um, So roll surprise for the gators. Roll surprise for everybody. (laughs) I think I'm running whether I'm surprised or not. I guess I could. Yeah, so neither of you guys are surprised, but you definitely see gators watching you as you float down. That should probably be plus three. Blink after, though. Okay. Okay. So... Um, you go second. No, okay. what size is no gators are size medium. You go second. Okay. As your feet go to touch ground, the first touch of the gators water. opens its mouth and kind of leaps first. out towards you. Can I? How many nostrils do I see? Um, in the immediate vicinity, you see just this one set. But, you know, down to either end, you definitely see more. Um, The first gator leaps out of the water. I need a... Or, you know, raises its teeth as it aims for your legs. Crocodile. This is not a crocodile. This is an alligator. So it is not the same as what you would find... In the monstrous manual? Do they distinguish them in the monstrous manual? No, they don't, but I just have alligators as weaker versions of crocodiles. Okay. Um, The croc grips through your leg for five points of damage as its teeth, like, rip your boot off and cut your feet up. Okay. Your initiative is at eight? Okay. Uh, From where you couldn't even see a set of nostrils... Another gator rips through the surface of the uh, moat, its teeth gnashing above your feet, barely missing you. Your turn. Uh, Well, I'm running. How fast can I? Oh, I I would provoke opportunity. Oh, no, I blink. And then I run. You blink. Okay. So So uh, I guess let's roll the blink direction. Do it. RD8. Three is... Back into your right. Uh, which would land you in a wall, so you yeah. re-blink. So should I re-roll? No, I, yeah. you re-roll. If mm-hmm. it doesn't. Five. That is back into your left. That's a wall. Blink <sighs> again. Just not an eight. Two. I think it's front and to the left. Uh, two. No, right. two is directly to your right. Yep. All right, so then you blink to the right and try and run across the surface yeah. of water. It's slow going running on water. But you can make 50 feet in a round. Definitely. Um, So you splash your way across the water, trying to swim through the air. And make it to the other side. Before you is a stretch of land, uh, maybe 150 feet long, and then forest. I make a break for it. Right. You run. The gators are left behind. There was a a little bit of a, a wall to climb out of the moat, but it wasn't an issue. I just wanted to 
make sure wall to climb that. Like the moat, the water level does not go to the top of the moat. Oh, okay. There's like a, a two foot section, but that's easy I can to climb. Step over it or climb over it. Yeah. Um, uh, you yeah, scramble out and make for the tree line. You think you have no souls? They're yeah. not worth farming for XP, so I run. In the you can't hear anything from town due to the rain and the the gnashing of oh, the gators behind you. God. But you make it to the tree line, hopefully safely. And I guess I make my way to the path and begin the long trudge to Misty Rapids. Yes. Okay. You've escaped the city, the town, really. Um, it's dark. It's wet. Do you have a light source? I have torches and candles, but it's daytime. It shouldn't be. Pit- it's not pitch black. Dark, yeah, no. I don't think I would light a torch in the. Uh, on a rainy but day. the forest makes it a lot. Yeah, darker. I, I pull my hood over my head, clutch my staff tightly, and trudge on. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing of all the shit that I've done. I'm feeling most guilty about wizard locking that random in room at the at the sleeping knoll. <laughs> of all the things, that's the one you feel bad about. I think it's because it just happened. Okay. Well, don't worry. Out of sight, out of mind. It'll be gone. The feeling of guilt will be gone soon enough. And I don't think I'll be going to Thornwood anytime soon. Okay. As you make for the road, mm-hmm. um, you see a large bear with brown fur. How long after is this? Five minutes. Okay, so I'm not blinking randomly anymore. A large bear with brown fur. Some might call it a brown bear. Mm-hmm. Walking across your path. Uh, I'm not yet on the road? No. Uh, it's... I didn't roll for surprise. Um, it doesn't seem to notice you yet. I give it a wide berth and try not to fuck with it. So I like back up and then okay. like circle cool. to the south. Not a problem. As long I as you ignore the bear, the bear ignores you. You actually surprise it, so it's very easy to step out of the way. And it doesn't even know that you were there. Bears have a very acute sense of smell. Although I guess this whole place smells like human. And it's raining, and yeah. there is a slight wind, and maybe you're upwind of it that you can't tell. Okay. Um... Yeah, so I give it a wide berth and cut south towards the path. Okay. Eventually you find the path. You find the road to Misty Rapids. You have your gear with you, but no horse. Uh, new spellbook on your long, back. Long, long war. I have three spellbooks. Mm-hmm. Well, two spellbooks. No, three spellbooks and a whole bunch of scrolls. You've got 20 pounds of books on no, I have my spellbook, I have Lori the Magnificent spellbook, I have Lord Randall's spellbook, and then I have all of Bruce's scrolls. That's 20 and... pounds of literature on you. <laughs> I'm going to need to condense this at some point. Yeah, you're like a That's kid going to school me. with books for all your classes. Yeah, i got 20 pounds of literature, mm-hmm. and then food and water, and a quarterstaff. Yeah. And a knife. Yeah. My crowbar's at home. Okay. You find your way to the road and start making your way to Do down. the scrolls really weigh uh, five pounds? Traveling spell books in whatever form they take weigh five pounds. 
So the really, yeah. So my I'll make my scroll case weigh five pounds then. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. You are walking along the road. Um, when stepping from the shadows and the wet trees on either side of you are seven and a half feet tall, green and brown spotted, furry men. They look like gnolls. Seven and a half feet tall. Oh, wait, furry men? Gnolls. Oh, furry gnolls. men. They sure. look like that. Hyenas. Large hyena men with green spots over brown fur, God, tattered so armor wounded, and tattered clothes. I would relish this opportunity. If, how far away are they? Um, there are four of them in front of you, two of them behind you, about 15 feet in either direction, and oh, they wow. cackle. <laughs> um, they go as a group. Yeah, I'm casting a spell right, right away. Yeah, rope trick. You... That worked with the gnolls well enough last time. Okay. I unwind my rope. Do you want me to roll for initiative? Yes, please do. Unwinding my rope. I, I don't really have the patience for this right now, boys. Six. Um, Maybe I should just color sprayed. Give me group initiative it because there's too many of them. Uh, so four because we're just going to do group initiative. There's, I don't want to roll seven initiatives. I thought you said there were two of them, or four of them. Four in front, two behind. Oh, That's okay. six, I guess. Yeah. That's still a lot of initiatives to roll. Yeah. Um, all right, so they go first. They oh. stand there, and the leader, Noel, with his long polearm, points it at you and says in broken common, Lay down your arms. Then lay on the floor. And we may not eat you alive. I take it you ignore them. Yeah. (laughs) You proceed with casting rope trick. I'm all for the shit shit talk, but. Yeah, I cast a rope trick. So my rope stands 25 feet straight up in the air. Just like the last time I met some gnolls. Their cackling stops as your rope slithers. How close do they get? Like, are they, will they provoke, would I provoke opportunity attacks if I climb the rope, or are they still? No, not yet. They've stopped, and they're watching very suspiciously. I start to climb the rope. I say, you, you don't seem to recognize me. My robes may have changed colors, but... They bark at each other in Knoll. Do you, you don't speak Knoll, do you? Dimensional space. I think I, I don't think I do. I... Okay, you have no idea what they say as they bark at you. Yeah, no or bark knows. together. Or um, ogre and hobgoblin, but no knolls. But the last sight you see as you disappear into your extra-dimensional space is the leader like waving his comrades away, and they slip back into the forest around I you. Need souls, no, get back here. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm too beat up to. That happens that same round. Yes, like the round that I climb up. Yeah, as you climb, they he motions and they kind of pull back. Knolls in the thornwood. 
<sighs> I think. Um, what do you do in your extra-dimensional space? I think I hold back the hunger pangs in my belly. So many the souls. souls, and wait out, wait it out for a minute or two before climbing down. A couple minutes pass. You climb down. Actually, my rope's just lost, isn't it? Unless I, yeah, I can buy a new rope. You did just get forty gold. Well, now I gotta buy. I gotta buy a horse too. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're standing there, looking around. Yeah, you're alone I mean, on the road. I spent a few minutes in the extra-dimensional space. I climb mm-hmm. down, think for a minute about the rope, decide, fuck it, and then I start walking down the road. Okay. The uh, knolls. Keeping an eye out for knolls. Did they come back, or were they like, "Oh shit, this guy again"? They don't molest you. It appears that. Whether these gnolls were the ones that saw you or whether they just heard rumors of the man with the rope, mm-hmm. um, they ignore you and disappear. Okay. You continue trudging along the road. Um, it's 30 miles to Misty Rapids. You're getting a late start. Yeah, I'll be traveling You're... into the night, I think. Yeah. The sun never really comes out. It continues to storm all day. And you find yourself walking in completely soaked through, cold, shivering as the sun descends. It does, you can't even tell the sun's going down. It just slowly gets darker and more miserable. I'm out of the forest at this point, right? Yeah, you're well out of the forest in the, um, the border of the tether wilds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's dark on. in all I have directions. Food. I have water. I have. I do have candles and torches. I don't. I would light if appropriate, but I, I feel it's kind of silly. To there be. are a few roadside taverns and tea shops, and there are l- villages that you pass along this road. It's not oh. pure wilderness. Okay, um, but I there's saw... no inns whatsoever anywhere. You could stop in a small village though, if you'd like. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Or one of the tavern that maybe that tavern that I stopped in for lunch mm-hmm. last time. Sure. Uh, you recognize last time there's no rooms in that tavern. It's a single yeah. floor. It's just a bar. Yeah, but maybe they'd have a lead. Sure. Uh, you come across it as so the like, stop in for lunch or whatever. And yeah, the, the tavern. Is it dark at this point? Yeah. By the time you find that tavern, the tavern. It's really the only tavern along this road. Um, it, the sun has already gone down. It's already dark. You come to the door a shivering mess. Um, you can hear the sounds of people talking inside. Some warm laughter. And you can smell roasted yeah. potatoes. And Is that is that T-bone steak? Mm. You don't know how you can smell the T-boneness of it all, but... Yeah. Images I, don't know if, I don't know if I kill the mood when like a wet, cranky wizard blows the door open and storms in. Someone yells at you to shut the door. Yeah. You're letting the cold in! Yeah. Educated I enough should... to know that the the heat doesn't go out, the cold comes in. Never mind. Um, <laughs> the, the innkeeper looks over at you and goes, she, uh, the woman, Blessed me! You look like you've been through hell! Mm. Worse, Knowles. Oh my! Is that steak I smell? Mm-hmm. Wow, must be a lot of cows to feed all these guys steak. 
<laughs> well, they don't all eat steak. Most of them just eat porridge and our potatoes. Best potatoes around. Well, it'll be steak for me, and... Steak and potatoes? Aye, and an ale. <sighs> I'm heading, headed to Misty Rapids, but... Not tonight, you're not. Got any leads on a on a roof for, for for hire out in these parts? She looks around, notices the robes that you carry, notices mm-hmm. your little sigil right there. I'm, um, I mean, she's got they've got she's got to know who I am. Right? Yeah, she takes a few steps back and gives you a, a deep bow. And says, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize, recognize who you were. Our Carl, isn't it? I nod. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry we don't have an inn here, but if you don't mind a, a hard floor, you could sleep here. I might have a spare blanket I could bring over. <clears throat> Normally I'd refuse, but I'm soaked to the bone. Yes, a blanket would, would, would do nicely. And how about that steak? No need to apologize. She nods and hurries off and gets you some steak and potatoes and ale. The ale is cold, the steak is hot, the potatoes are spicy. The tavern is comfortable. You rest your weary bones. People Uh give you plenty of looks and you get that feeling that you get in the back of your mind when you think everyone's talking about you and you're not sure if they actually are but you definitely feel like everyone's talking about you eh wizard life um I eat my steak and potatoes sip my beer and rest um god there are downsides to not wearing anything under your robes or at least on the bottom. I think I've got like my, my frilly dress shirt on top, but definitely no pants. So 15 minutes later, the woman comes over. Arms mm-hmm. have this big bundle blanket. She sets them down next to where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. And under them is another set of clothes. She oh. offers the, her husband's, you know, uh, her husband's spare set of clothes to you. Because you are clearly soaked to the bone. Yeah. I, um, yeah. They look a little goofy. No, whatever. I, I compensate appropriately, and or at least I she will. She turns it down. No, no, no. Please, please. For I for, hope are uh, the arc wizard in town. We we Mikasa Sukasa. She says in halfling. She speaks halfling. I... At least that line, maybe more. Hmm. I respond with. May your grass always be green, or whatever that halfling had said to me. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. She gives a bit of a chuckle and goes, ah, "That's I don't. I just know the one phrase." I nod and smile. God, I hope that the that Lady Red Shield's guards don't come here and burn this place to the ground looking for me. Mm. <laughs> That'd make me feel even guiltier than the wizard locked door. I'm good. Um, um, I think. I mean, I I hang out until daylight. But I don't think I'm gonna sleep. Like I think I'll just like huddle up restlessly in the, in the common room. I can't imagine okay. getting full night's sleep with like the stress. Even though I do want to memorize spells, I think I just shiver under the blankets until morning. 
Sure. I should probably not shiver. Once I, I is there? Do they have bathrooms? There's an outhouse outside. Okay. I go and change into the dry clothes. Okay. Uh, by the time you come back, you find her like hanging up your cloak over the hearth and mm-hmm. letting it drip onto the the hot stones below. The evening passes fairly slowly. It seems like everyone in here is just a local villager. And without anyone traveling the road, it's all villagers in here tonight, and so they're going a little bit more haywire than normal. Uh, or maybe the storm's driving them into a frothing group, but yeah. by the Any- end of the night, a few of them have to be carried home. Um, one Does fist anyone- fight breaks out. But Does anyone interact with me, or am I totally left alone? The The proprietor comes by a few times to make sure that you've got food, and that you're doing well, and that you have a drink, and she checks I on am- you every half hour or so. Do I have... How did I... I thought I had to read Magic Memorized. I mean, I, I know I didn't because I never declared it, but I I don't know when I would have un... Oh, well. Okay, so I guess I'm not going to study Lord Ramdell's... I'll thumb through it, but it's clearly in the language of magic, right? Is it trapped? Does it blow up as soon as I open it? The spellbook? Spell yeah. It's not trapped. Uh, I'll, I want to assess it for, like, damage. Has it been... The cover's assessed? singed badly burned but the pages appear to be intact yeah it's a little crispy around the corners but it doesn't look like any of the writing was significantly affected okay i thumb through it but nothing i can do until i can get a read magic um oh i forgot to mark off days that you've spent uh you went to Thornwood. You really you arrived in Thornwood yesterday, basically. Yeah. You arrived in Thornwood I, yesterday. It well, was a crazy ass night for you and a crazy ass morning. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Can you see me? No, that is no pitch it's black. pitch black. <laughs> it's all right. Praise the light that consumes us all. <laughs> um, okay. yeah. yeah, so I, I wait until probably first thing in the morning. Sure. The day, the night passes... She, there's plenty of firewood to keep the fire going. Mm-hmm. The innkeeper seems very hospitable and happy to serve you, uh, but mm-hmm. the storm does not blow itself out. You awake the next, or you don't wake, go to sleep. You, the sun. I mean, I, I doze, I'm sure, but I think I just like stay in a chair in the in the tavern right. all night, like half awake. Um, I don't. Yeah. I mean, if it seems like I could get it, if I if I feel comfortable, I'll get a night's sleep. But I'm guessing that I'm. I think you're probably a little on edge. Yeah. Like, I'm half expecting Red Shield guards to burst in at any moment. The trouble you've stirred up. I I don't even know how much of this was... I mean, the trouble was there. I just, like, I just investigated, and I, like, I turned the stones over, and a bunch of centipedes came crawling out. Yes. I'm sure that's how the members of the Black Hand felt. The Black Hand? Um, Serbian assassins killed Archduke Franz Ferdinand. 
Oh, pre World War One. Yes, no. I didn't really. It's called the Black Hand. I think it was called the Black Hand. I feel like I got more out of hardcore history than I did out of my high school history courses on the subject. Oh my god, absolutely. But that's also because <laughs> hardcore history is that's... ridiculously long. Like, yeah. you get, like, 10 hours or 15 hours on Genghis Khan as opposed to mm-hmm. half an hour. I guess so. I've been yeah. wa- I've been listening to Blueprints for Armageddon. Okay. That's the World War One one. It's amazing. Yeah. Are you listening to the current ones? Like, a, a new one just came out, like, a couple of weeks ago? Uh, no. King of, King of Kings Mm-mm. on, like, the, the Persian Empire? No, I'm doing Blueprints okay. for Armageddon right now. I'm only in cool. at the end of the second one or end of the third one. For those of you that don't know, Hardcore History by Dan Carlin is absolutely amazing, and it's way better than anything ever else ever. Just, it's the best <laughs> in the world. You should listen to Wrath of Khans and Blueprints for Arg- Ar- Armageddon and Prophets of Doom. Prophets of Doom is good D&D inspiration. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's all history is got it. <sighs> reality is so much stranger than anything we could come up with on the show seriously all right so back to this nameless tavern on the roadside mm-hmm. um, the sun comes up the rain continues coming down but you can see everything just kind of lighten am, am i the only one left in the in the tavern? you're the only one that sleeps here at night mm-hmm. um so I think I I wake up probably before anyone shows up unless they're in super early and just like tidy my little nest, fold up the blankets. Um, maybe help myself to some food if there's anything that looks good. I do have rations. but None of it's cooked. But like a if it's like a, like a leftover steak is probably is better than rations. Oh, there's right? no leftover steak. Are you kidding? <laughs> the, so without refrigeration, everything gets eaten. Okay. Then... Maybe I pour myself a beer and then take off. Okay. All right. You head out back onto the road towards Misty Rapids once more. The rain continues. It's maybe a little bit lighter than it was before, uh, but it's still a grueling journey. Your feet sink into the mud. They're cold. You shiver. By the time you make it back to Misty Rapids, it's been yeah, it's been a journey. If it wasn't clear, I, I paid them handsomely, but that gets lumped in with my monthly expenses. Two hundred and fifty yeah. GP living expenses. So Unless you level up right now. If I level up right now, it goes to three hundred. Mm-hmm. I don't. But I'm ten thousand away from leveling up. Yeah, no way. I'm, I haven't. I haven't killed anything all session. I guess I probably defeated the halfling in combat, but pretty much everything else was me running for my life. Ah, uh, yes, but great strides were made forward. In... Yeah, I finished my quest. Like, I, you finished I... the quest. You have clear audience and clairvoyance. It's in the book. <laughs> it's in the book. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, you make it back to Misty Rapids. There's no other travelers on the road. No riders. No horsemen. I think nothing. I go. St- I don't think I go to Misty Rapids. I think I go straight to Lord Song. Do I want to go to Lord Song looking like ass, or do I want to go home? Uh, I want to go home. All right. You find your way back to your house. Um, The section above your bed has been leaking. The thatch on the roof is not good. Your bed is soaked all the way through. There's a puddle around it. Life is miserable. 
I, I think I I think I curse and then head to Lord Song's keep. Like I see my wet bed. I, like I was planning on going home and taking a nap and getting cleaned up. But I'm just Alright. You and trudge the mi- the there's, extra miles to the keep. Is there there's no way to get a horse before heading to, like a uh, is this town? There's a stable master here. There I'll stop by <laughs> I'll stop by him for the third time in like a week. <laughs> All right. Um, the stable master have, greets you. Let's hope that uh, Lady Red Shield was joking when she said this was a two horse town because I've <laughs> burned through both of them. Uh, Misty Rapids. Here we go. All right, you come master. across Cridget, the the Cridget. the horsewoman. Um, she's inside her house, but you you know you can see her sitting in there having a cup of tea. Uh, as you, you know, knock on the door, she comes and goes, Oh! Why aren't Carl? So lovely to see you. Do you, do you need me to stable your horse again? Um, I'm afraid... I'm afraid horsey's... Uh, he's alive. This, this one's alive, but I ha- had to leave him in Thornwood. You're going to make me a very rich woman, you know. I, like, look out into the stables. Are there more horses? Uh, they're tucked away in the barn right now. But you, yeah. last time you were through, you remember she had a few more horses left lying around. Seventy-five gold, or do I get a bulk discount? <laughs> I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> All right, I guess I pay seventy-five gold for a riding horse. Is that yep. available? Uh, she throws in the saddle and bridle and everything for free this time. Sweet. And yeah, I suppose a camel is out of the question. Out of the question. Can't what about like heavy, heavy horses? Are those I, I, I don't she, have the money for it now. She's but. got a draft horse, which is basically the same thing as a heavy war horse minus the training. Yeah. Um, so if you'd like uh, heavier horses, they they do exist. Yeah, just because I think I mean we riding horses have like a carrying capacity of what like one eighty or something. something like that. So a person with gear encumbers them. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a, that's why they have jockeys, I guess. Mm-hmm. So jockeys are small. Georg's trying to lose weight, but at his height, he can only get so skinny. All right, hops on this newfound horse. What color is this one? White with brown spots. Hmm. Same as the last one, I think. Can't remember. I hop on and head towards the yeah the keep. Okay. Um, half hour later or so, you find yourself at the keep. Um, there, in her ever-vigilant post, is Kel Crystal. Uh, she sees you coming and opens the door before you. <laughs> before I even have a chance to knock it down. Right. She opens it wide and just looks at you as you come in. Says nothing. Shuts mm-hmm. the door behind you. Alright, I dismount. Was there somewhere... It- did she take the horses? She took the horses last time. There's a little stable um, nearby, okay. near the front I'll gate. I'll deposit my own horse if, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I can, and then head in. Sure. The meeting hall has a large table pulled out in front of it, and all the men are, all the soldiers at arms are here eating, along with Kel Greller. Um, you wonder why Kel Crystal is off. Uh, guarding the gate by herself while everyone else is having food. But they're all standing around, chomping on food. Uh, 
slurping up grease greedily as they notice you walking in. Uh, Baron Song calls out in probably the most friendly voice you've ever heard him call. Ah! Carl! Come in! Come in! Hell of a weather we're having today. Aye. Soaked to the bone. Um, is there, like, room at the table? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll come in and I guess guess have a seat. The Lord gives a motion and one of yeah. the servants brings you around a trencher of gravy and some bread. Oh, gravy. Yeah, there's okay. little bits of chicken left in um, the, the gravy. Lord Song, the... Uh, the... The meeting with Randall has gone... Has, was successful. Um, but we, we need to talk when you have a moment. Mm-hmm. Gonna wait till after dinner? I shrug, and yeah, so we dinner. I probably I probably don't participate. They probably, are they making crude jokes and being soldiers? And, the soldiers kind of died down when you come in. It seems like you've put a damper on their mood. Yeah. Um, the ones that are sitting next to you finish their food first and leave. It's Soon it's just you, Kel Gareller, and Baron Song. And when the last man leaves, Baron Song motions for you to slide down the table towards him. Where to begin? Um, I assume I look like uh, self-consciously to Lord Gre- or to Kel Greller for a second, but then think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. I, I assume you've read Lady Redshield's journal by now? He nods. Damning evidence, if any of it meant anything. I've learned more about her. Oh? She is a witch. A spellcaster. Hmm. That certainly explains a few things. She tried to kill Lord Ramdall. How? Take us... I like... Assassins again? More halflings? No. No. An exploding letter. What? Are such things possible? I... It's... I thought it was priestly magic, but... Or clerical magic, but... Maybe not. I would have to research such things. In any case... She may try to frame me. She tried to turn me, you know. She wants you dead. I I refused, of course, but as a result... Is Randall alive? Both now. Barely. I, I, yes. I, I, I made sure he was stable before I left with his spellbook. But... Well, I don't know what will happen when he wakes up. I appreciate what you've done for me. I'm not. Once once I have a few days to study, I I hope to be able to to do the to to fulfill your request to see whatever it is you wish to see. But well, I came here as soon as I could. I haven't had a chance yet to see what what Lord Randall has in store for us. What did she 
offer you to kill me? She was a surprisingly poor negotiator. It was mostly threats. Hmm. Yeah, another... Well, I... She did offer... She did offer me your... Your title. One. Sounds desperate. She... She's in no position to grant that wish. <clears throat> she means to be Countess of... Something. Where is the... Where's the county? Is that Thornwood? Thornwood is the county seat, he says. I, I sometimes forget you are new to our lands. I nod. I... I don't know how she plans to fill that seat, but... With magic on her side, and... Well... I told Randall just before he opened that damned letter. I don't know if he'll believe it. We'll see. Well, then, he says, getting back to his more serious tone. I, I look over to Kel Greller. He's still just, like, here through this whole thing. He's eating his food. He's pulled over someone's food who wasn't finished and is <laughs> munching on that now. Uh-huh. Baron Song clasps his hands together, looks at you with kind of a, a worried face. If she's willing to kill our Cramdall and has offered, asked you to kill me, and has already tried to kill you, we should be most wary indeed. We, we should, sh but as you said, this screams of desperation. These are not the calculating moves I would have expected from a lady such as her. She's panicked. People are most dangerous when they're desperate. If... Tell me if it is not my place to presume, but how does this Countess thing work? Who would she have to kill or bribe to get that seat? She's not in line for the throne, is she? She is not. Countess Nena, <laughs> Nina would have to die. <laughs> As would all three of chat. her children. Hmm? <laughs> it's almost too funny to but I mean, make it stop. <laughs> oh, the is this World of Warcraft? Yes, yes, this is World of Warcraft. I I think timed the guy out. Yeah. It was funny the first time, but after like a dozen times, I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you take a ten minute timeout and chill? <laughs> oh God. What what does he start it? Okay. So I asked Lord Song what, what it would take to for Lady Red. She would have to die, as would all three of her children. At that point the king would appoint a new count or countess. Lady Redshield's family has come a long way, and while there is no short list on hand, I presume her name would be one of the top ones to inherit, or to be appointed. And if she is as strong of a wizard as you claim, 
exploding letters and has managed to keep it a secret thus far, I do not doubt her abilities to procure that position for herself. Maybe she even knows what the king's mind is. She seemed to have a plan, although she didn't didn't share it with me. Hmm. Well. Hmm, perhaps, he says, turning to Kelgreller, we should just tell the king of her plan the queen of her plans. Did you find anything incriminating in that journal? No. Hmm. Nothing damning in and of itself. Lots of circumstantial evidence, but she, she is she made a mention of uh, Mother Ullman Mother Ullman? Yeah, I mean it's implied in the journal, but yesterday, the day before whenever I confronted her That woman's been yes. a thorn in our side for ages I don't know what their relationship is I mean, I spoke with Mother Ullman and she didn't really seem to be hiding anything, but other than her lunacy? <laughs> well, that's, that that's not hidden. <laughs> the people love her. Just a thought. If there's anyone who she's friendly with who could... That know. woman. I would rather not have to deal with her if possible. I, if I were to invite her here, it would only give her ridiculous claims more legitimacy. I don't think she's deeply involved, but she may know something. Well, well, well. I think for once in our life, we have... What is this called? Leverage? I suppose. I just need to know where to push. I think... I need to study. And then we can see about those... Those old plans of yours. Yes. Do you know what it is that she wants? Is it just Countess? Or her ambitions higher? Does she seek to become queen? I don't know specifics, but I suspect, like all wizards, she's gotten a taste of power and wants more. She just seems to define power differently than most of us do. Hmm. No. Well spoken. She wants to be Countess, and beyond that, who knows? I don't think she will stop once she has the seat. She struck me as a very ambitious woman. A dangerous foe. Or... Well then, we have things to do. He looks to Kelgreller, looks back to you, says, I think we should inform the queen of her plan, of her deception. We may not be believed, but it is better to get the truth out there while we still can. I will send a rider in the morning, or whenever this damned fool of a storm clears to the queen with our side of what has happened that certainly will not be according to her plan. 
Hopefully that will slow her or stop her. What, what about the Countess of Thornwood? I think she's still into the dark about all of this as well. Hmm. Possibly a very good idea. You say this Lady Red Shield was going to frame you for something? I assume she already has. See, she sent Randall this cursed letter when I met with him and told him that Lady Redshield was the secret wizard he was after. He didn't believe it. He said, why, she just sent a letter today. And proceeded to open it and blow his study to pieces. Hmm. I left the city before I could see the fallout, but bells were ringing until he wakes up. If he wakes up, I'm sure I'm a wanted man in Thornwood. A wise maneuver. I will write to Countess Castilian as well. Maybe exposing her for the witch that she is is enough to bring her to her knees. I don't know. I mean, the letter seems like a like the right course of action, but with Randall temporarily out of commission, she's potentially the only powerful spellcaster left in Thornwood. I don't think she'll drop to her knees easily. Greller, do you have she any advice? Go. He says, turning to the knight. Um... Knight thinks long and hard for a few moments and then comes up with if we had the men to spare I would suggest setting up an ambush in the thorn wood just at the edge of it if it, her or any of her men come our way jump them take them captive but we don't have the troops for that I say we go on offense Find this Lady Red Shield and end her life before she can end ours. The Baron looks to you for your feedback. <clears throat> well, the thought crossed my mind to slay her on this on the spot in her own study when she threatened my life and yours. Hmm. I'm not opposed to offense, but I don't expect her to come waltzing into the tether wild looking for us. He no, nods. No, no. I think she'll stay cozy up in Thornwood, playing her political game, letting her soldiers and halflings do her killing for her under different names. Well, sounds send like... Send the letters. I will return to my own and... We will speak in a few days, hopefully with a few new tricks up my sleeve. Mm -hmm. Good. I will go write those letters. He rises from the table, shakes her hand, and exits. Uh, Kel Greller sits and keeps munching on bread and cold gravy. Um, I give him a nod as I depart. 
once the Lord has left, but before you've quite made it to the door, Kelgreller mm -hmm. calls for you. Carl! He gets yes, up and walks brother. over to you. It's the second time you've spoken of curses. How does one detect a curse? If we receive a letter, how are we to know whether it has been cursed or not? Do you have... It's quite tedious. Yes, I have spells that can detect such things, but... I mean, you, Randall himself was caught unawares. If you find anything... If you get anything suspicious, do not open it. And I can... Yeah, run the appropriate tests. This magic is a tricky business. And if you found something cursed, could you remove it? Remove the curse, that is? I shake my head slowly. There are such spells. I do not have them. And it takes a... Yeah. He nods. Powerful magics. Claps you on the shoulder. The only sign of approval you've ever gotten from this semi-father figure. As he walks away. Do you have anything that you think is cursed? I say as he's walking out of the room. Or He freezes in place as you say that. And turns on the balls of his feet to look at you. Mm -hmm. Sizes you up. Turns around. And walks away. <sighs> Itching to cast true sight or detect magic right now. I wonder, I wonder if one of his swords is cursed. Maybe the ring that the lord has on. Who knows? A mystery for another day. Georg lets his imagination run wild as he returns to his horse and to Misty Rapids. Alright, you get back to your house. Your bed is still soaked I, all the way through. Yeah. I'm tired, but I think like the engineer in me takes over, and I probably spend the rest of the afternoon fixing the roof and fixing the bed. And You're going to need extra thatch. Like the, the roof is a real problem. You're going to need time and dry weather to fix the roof for Shirzy's. Um, the bed is just soaked. You know, if you you could move the bed to a different part of the house if you had dry things to put on it, and you'd be okay. Yeah. So I go like get dry bedding and a dry mattress, and yeah, probably just re yeah replace the bed. The roof can't be repaired today. No, not in the middle of a rainstorm. Um, when you go around to like try and buy dry mm -hmm. bedding, you get a lot of weird looks. Like what? In this weather? What are you doing? It'll just get wet on the way. And you're like, dude, dude just... <laughs> you work out an arrangement and, yeah. you know, people carry tarps over your new <laughs> bed equipment as they bring it to your house for you. This is why I pay 250 gold a month. Mm -hmm. um, you get it all nice and set up. Yeah. And uh, go to sleep. And go I go to the doctor, too, before going to sleep. Okay. And I think... I definitely want to spend at least a few days in town uh, deciphering the spell book and healing. That's mostly it. Okay. Um, so when you're talking to these people about your betting, you hear a rumor that they've been talking about quite heatedly, and when you come in, they're super excited to discuss it with you. Huh. Um Clearly, the rumor of your attempted assassination has spread throughout the town. Everyone's talking about it like it's like they were there at that night and saw the whole thing. 
there were a few people that were there. Oh, this mm-hmm. is better. Okay, this is this is good news for me. Yeah. I was worried there weren't any witnesses. But... No, everyone's like, oh my god, you know. Uh, one of the guys says, "Oh, Carl, you're back. Have you heard the news?" <sighs> news. A halfling washed up in a village down the river. Huh. Do you think it's the one that that you know? Do you think it's him? Well. They said I've never, I've never heard of anyone making it past those rapids, but this halfling, Gimble is his name. He's a uh, an expert assassin, Lady Redshield's favorite. Lady Redshield, is she not. involved in it? Oh my god! Yeah, they they murmur amongst themselves for a moment, yes, and they this come back. This halfling to... has been been known to get out of trickier situations, so I I wouldn't be surprised if he somehow escaped the river and well they they said a, a halfling washed up on in a village to the east a little bit uh, near near the thornwood and and he had something on him a uh, some writing in a, a language no one had ever seen before this is well how far where is this village Oh, uh, he, they give you a, a rough description. This village is, after they describe it, it's like uh, right around here. It's right near where the road meets the river. Yeah. Um, if you stopped over in this village at the tavern, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a village you know, just a little over here. It's still technically Misty Rapids barony um, mm-hmm. rather than Thornwood. Does the border extend to the, to the tree line? Yeah. Thornwood County. Well, Thornwood County is large, but the mm-hmm. the area that Thornwood controls is specifically within the forest, and then mm-hmm. um, a little bit to the north of the forest, mm-hmm. uh, northeast. Okay. Huh. I think I'll check that out tomorrow then. But yeah, I tell them yeah all about Gimbal, this great assassin. Mm-hmm. Did. Are any of their accounts even remote? Like, was any like, did they describe the battle in any reasonable detail, or is it just like craziness? They say the you know the assassins snuck up, and Carl was his magic has been attuned to the area. He felt the 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 assassin show up before he was there. You know, there there was a battle outside. Like the details are sketchy. You know, they gloss over all the fighting through the window bit just you're outside fighting this guy outside your house and your house is on fire it's like a raging inferno <laughs> but you used your magic to stop the fire and threw the halfling across the, the yard and into the water it's mm. clearly not an accurate story it actually blows you up to be a far more powerful force in the moment than you actually were perfect Okay, um, I still think I want to go to sleep and deal with this the next day. Sure. Like, I, like, by the time I've got, like, my bed sorted out, and I'm probably exhausted. Yeah. Is my roof is still leaking? Your roof uh, is still leaking. I'll have to see about getting a tile roof. Okay. The night passes. You sleep. You sleep deeply. You wake up late morning. Mm-hmm. Um to the sounds of birds the sun is out the the puddle in your house is slowly drying 
All right, I'm going to, before sleep, I would have ditched to comprehend languages. Sure. So that I can memorize three read magics. Two read magics and one detect. Uh, kind of want to detect magic in my back pocket after that conversation with Kel Greller. But for today, three read magics. Um, and another blink. Okay, sorry, you were. I interrupted your description with my. God, what is with this World of Warcraft? I guess it's the same guy. Same guy. Yeah, you know, the more attention we give him, the more he'll go for it. Some people just get really bored in their afternoons. They've got nothing better to do. It's all right. Um, cool. So you, we have like twenty some minutes left. Yeah, we. You don't. So I, I mean, so I, I need to, I want to decipher the spell book for, I mean, that's my first action of the day. Mm-hmm. So I've got three read magic spells. That's 15 pages. Do you have a spell book ready or no? Yes, I do. Um, oh, you God, can... takes, I forgot your, your shitty rules. It's going to take like a week to learn these spells. Someone recently said that they found in one of the books somewhere where it says it takes um, one to two days per spell level to copy a spell from hmm. one book to another. And if that's the case, then that's actually how long it should take to learn it. I haven't, I asked them to give specifics, like where did you find that information? Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard back from them yet. Um, Cause I okay. searched and I didn't see anything like that. Okay. Do you have a list of the. Uh, of yes. The let me or? give that to you right now. Whoops. Um, yeah, because you can use a read magic and just skim through all Titles. the spells. Can you? You're fifth level, right? Uh, yes, I have third. Yeah, third level spells. Are there higher than third level spells in here? No. All right, I've sent it to you via the Skypes. He's got less HP than me, so. Uh, what's your H? Oh yeah, your HP is like 15? fifteen. Yeah. Ooh, burning hands! I could use. I was thinking I could use some low level magic or low level uh, combat spells. Unseen Servant could be fun. I am hoping for an armor, which he doesn't have. Um, lots of fun stuff. Ooh. ESP. No alignment. Some good stuff in here. Explosive runes. Randall. Randall, Randall, Randall. Clear points, clear audience. Hold person. Is, wait, oh, that's, I can't, that's enchantment. Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Awesome. Oh, man. I got a, I got a lot of spells. No fireball, guys, but lightning bolt does the same amount of damage. It just, uh, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. There's more spells besides. Oh God, this is this is too good. I like fly, lemon's tiny hut. I guess I'm starting with clairvoyance and clairaudience because my boss said so. <laughs> wow. You really need some time just to sit and study your spells. Oh, yeah. There's just not enough time. 
I am intrigued that this the spell that almost killed Randall is in his spellbook. Hmm. Like he wouldn't cast it on his own letter and blow himself up, would he? That's crazy talk. But did he teach it to her? Did she steal it from his spellbook? Or is it just a weird coincidence because that's one of the few trap spells that exists? In any case. Um, so I would I would uh, use all three of the all f- right how or maybe it's 30 minutes. How long does read magic last? Read magic two rounds per level. So it's actually 30 rounds. So 30 pages of the spell book. He's one to read the titles and then dig into the clairvoyance and clairaudience. Clairvoyance first. So, so what do I mean, you? Do? I think most of the spell studying will take place between sessions. Yeah. Um, did you want to head out to the other village now, or are you going to hold off on that? Uh, I'll check that out today. Um, okay. Do I get any? I guess it basically. Did. I mean, like by the time I will have learned spells, I would have. Uh, I would have had time to read magic on them, but I, I get a good way through deciphering this the book. Right. So you head out down along the road looking for this village they've talked about. You've got a horse, which gives you plenty of mobility to get there and probably back in a day. Mm -hmm. Um, As you are approaching this town, you see a... I should say, let's let's roll back a little bit. Um, It's a nice, lovely day. The storm has passed. You know, things are still a little bit wet outside, but... It's that kind of like fresh feeling after a storm. The sun is out. The birds are chirping. The air is so clear you can see for miles and miles and miles. Um, There's kind of a peace settled over over everything that hides the the danger and the the horrors of the previous week. Um, As you approach the town, you see awkwardly kind of counter to the, the atmosphere that you've been in all day this woman running towards you. She's got tattered shoes. Her hem is caked six inches deep in mud. Um, And she's just running down the road as fast as she can in your direction. I, like, slow the horse down and, like, turn it sideways. Um, She runs towards you, like, help! Help! And in the distance behind her, you can see two horsemen thundering down the road in your direction. Uh, do they look like they have ranged weapons? Uh, they do not. Okay. Like no bows or anything. They're like, okay. So I want to cast a uh, color spray in their face, like as soon as they ride to me, slash past me, slash whatever. Well, so she runs um, up to you and gets behind your horse, looking yeah. over the horse's rump. Yeah. The horsemen begin to slow down from a, a great distance, seeing her stop behind your horse. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, how far? Off, range of- like, how much time do I have to? Uh, I, maybe I don't get color spray. Is like, it's like close range. It's like 50, twenty feet or something. Yeah. So unless they get within twenty feet, I don't think I cast it. Okay. Um, do, how long do I have with this woman before the horseman close? Ten seconds. 
Okay. I mean, I guess I'll chat. Like, who are these men? Uh, servants. Servants of her most awfulness. Right. The the horsemen begin to close at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they? What they, are they, doing? they slow to a stop a good 60 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. And the lead one in a gruff voice says, You there, unhand that woman. Give her to right. us. She's wanted. Do I recognize any sigils on them? Give me a perception check. I don't have heraldry or anything, but... Oh. Nope. 20. We don't recognize anything on them. Um... So then, okay, what's the what's the story with casting spells from horseback? Did we decide that if unless the horse is galloping, it's fine? As long as the horse is standing still, it's fine. I think maybe if the horse is going at a very slow pace, you could mm-hmm. get a spell off. But if the horse is going quickly, definitely not. Okay. Um, by whose authority do you arrest this woman? And I, I like, I like, think, I think I start to move the horse forward slowly. On the authority of her ladyship, Annabelle Redshield. This woman is wanted in connection with crimes. I like slowly move the horse towards them, hopefully not alerting them. I think I, I would like to, let's see. Oops. Color spray range. Uh, five by twenty by twenty wedge. So I want to I want to get within twenty feet of them if that's possible. Sure. Like, so over the course of the conversation, so start. I, so they say by the. I, I said, do you, do you know who's which land you stand upon? Stand back, wizard. We have no quarrel with you or the songs. This woman was wanted for burglary. I surely you would not wish to stand in the way of justice. I look back to the woman. I guess, I guess I stop for a second. She looks to you and just she's, shakes her head. She's got big, wide, terrified eyes. Okay. I, I keep the slow trot forward. I say, I, I'm afraid Lady Redshield has no authority in this land. Send, if you can, if you would send a warrant from the Countess. Perhaps, keep rough. Yeah. He kind of grunts Perhaps at something you. Something could be done, but you are in the barony of Misty Rapids and hold no authority here. He grunts again, turns his horse, rears it, and gallops off the other direction. His companion follows. I wanted an excuse to blow them to pieces and take their souls. <laughs> that was anticlimactic. Um, I guess I watched them ride off and then dismount. Uh, the woman comes over to you and gives you a big hug. Just oh, says, oh, thank you. Good thing I dismounted. Thank you so much. Those men, they... What? Where are you... F- Where did you come from? I'm like looking around. Uh, I, I, I left Thornwood this morning. Did you steal something? I yeah yes a man a man met me he look it's, it's speak plainly I'm not going to arrest you but well 
depending on, I, yeah. I may have only bought you a few days. I can help you more if you, if you tell me truth. I look her up and down. Is she armed or? She's not armed. Traveling pack. She looks like she just like. She looks like she's been running through mud for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, she proceeds to tell you the story about how a man approached her and offered her a large sum of money if she could uh, steal Countess, not uh, not um, Lady Red Shield's accounting ledger, and he gave her a key to the house, to to Lady Red Shield's house. So this woman who introduces herself as Marjorie and her sister together went to steal this ledger last night when uh during the storm they got in stole the ledger from the the office right where the guy said it would be but on their way out a servant spotted them sounded the alarm the two of them fled the sister was shot by a crossbowman and died she had the ledger in her hands and this woman uh whose name is marjorie I think I've heard mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, managed to escape out into the the streets before the guards got there. She fled the city that night, and here she is, being chased by horsemen. So you don't have the ledger? She shakes her head. I I couldn't get out away with it. My my sister had it, and mm-hmm. she was brought down. I I, I don't know lost. if she's dead or not. Hmm. For her sake, I kind of hope so. I, um... I guess I put a hand on her shoulder. I forgot what I was going to say. She kind of breaks down, weeping a little bit, and embraces you again. Oh, God. Chat's telling me to check my purse. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have the key? She nods and pulls out a key from her pocket, hands it to you. <laughs> well then. I mean, she lets you um, look at it. She's not like, uh, here, this is your property now. She like gives it to you to look at, and that when you look like you're done examining it, she tries to take it back from you. <laughs> this is not like, random woman comes, gives you key to Lady Redshield's house, and walks away. Most interesting. Well, I doubt that my word has bought you more than a few days. I'm sure Lady Redshield will have... I come. don't have anywhere to go. Yes, yes. You will need some, some help, some protection. I'm sure Lord Song will be very interested in, in this tale. Um, I have some air... How far are we from the village I was heading to? pretty close like a half mile it's like getting later in the day i i have some errands in a village just up the road but if you could have some patience i can escort you back to misty rapids would you that's very generous of you sir kel carl Ark. Ark. carl she takes a few steps back and gives you a deep and somewhat clumsy curtsy. Uh, as she comes up from her curtsy, you realize probably if she wasn't such a mess from like running through the rain and the mud for the last day, um, you know, she's a fairly attractive woman. Mm. 
So if we get her fed and rested, she'll have a nice, delicious soul for the harvest. Mmm, all the souls. All right. Um, I guess I beckon for her to hop on the saddle behind me. Yeah, she hops on. Yeah, I help her up and... Uh, the two after. of you ride over to the next yeah. village. I was actually, I got distracted in the role playing, but I was actually looking up how the encumbrance rules for a horse to see how Ooh. how much of a damper this is going to put on my day. <laughs> Desperate woman comes to you for help. God, how much does she weigh? Is this going to slow my horse? <laughs> I'm like sizing her. Like I, I, you thought I was looking her up and down to roll for hotness. I was actually looking her up and down to try and estimate her mass. <laughs> Um, she, yeah, she's not very tall and she's pretty thin. Uh, yeah. You'd estimate her weight somewhere around 100 pounds, maybe 90 pounds. She's like five feet tall. Yeah, I'm trying uh, to. Fairly lithe? Fairly alive? What's No, that? lithe? Is that the word? Lith? Lithe? Lithe. Yes, yeah, yeah. lithe is like slender and. Graceful. 180 to 270 is two-thirds move. 270. Not unless I ditch my stuff. God, I want my deep pocket spell. So we'd be at one-third. We'd be slow. Unless I could find a way to get us below. Well, I would have left Randall's spell behind. 270. What is... No, there's no way I only have five pounds of gear. Your clothes weigh five pounds alone. Does, re- does reduce change the weight of something? Sure. If, uh, I think it changes everything time. proportionally. Yeah. How about the rope trick can't move, right? I can't put all my things into a rope trick and hang onto the rope. And, oh, I never bought another rope. Buy a rope. Hey, you don't have any rope. Does mm-hmm. that reduce your encumbrance? It does, but it's not like there's no, like, okay. I weigh 165. I would need to weigh, I don't even know. We need to get our total combined weight below 270. What's and the your horse weight? has a saddle. I'm yeah. 165, even. So 265 with the two of you. Plus a saddle, plus my spell book, plus clothes, And what would you need to be under? 270 is. Oh, the, God. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah. You're screwed. Um, so the horse, I mean, it's, yeah, the horse just walks. Okay. You make it to the village uh, yeah. very shortly later. You find the sheriff. Hey, this one's not a knight. Just uh-huh. a, a common pleb who's been an anointed sheriff mm-hmm. in town. Um, the sheriff kind of puts his hands on his hips as he watches you come in and goes, Ain't you that fancy pants of wizard from the capital? Uh, Ark Carl, yes. Never heard of Misty Rapids called the capital before. But <laughs> Hell, capital of the barony is capital enough around here, ain't it? Yes. I'll cut right to the chase. I heard a halfling washed up on your shores a few days ago. Sure as shit, he did. Dead little sucker, he says, catching his tongue at the last minute. I nod. You want to see the grave? We buried him. You buried him? He was dead. What else are we supposed to do? Hmm. He's down in the catacombs. Oh, so... And I, I look to is the is the is Marjorie was that her name? Yeah, uh, is yeah. She like, so. Is she like right there, or if I like dismounted and she's, she's still on the horse? No, you're both still mounted. Okay, um, I guess I lean in, but she probably. I can can I see the body, or is it? 
Why would you want I, to see the body for? I dismount. You have have you heard of the assassination attempt? Who's been killed? No one, save this halfling. A halfling assassin came after me in Misty Rapids a few days ago. Well, shit. Jumped into the river. I well, that's probably him. He was definitely dead. <laughs> that's what I came to be sure of. Water coming out of his lungs. I promise you, he's dead. But if you want to see that body, we tossed him down with all the other unknowns. Kind of, you know. So no one knows who he that. is. You just toss him in the big pit with the other bodies. You can dig around for him if you want. Maybe not now. I want my past life spell memorized. I've got rope trick and no rope. Wish it were a past life. I don't know if that would help me identify him anymore, but I guess I can come back later. Sure, can you show me where he is? The sheriff takes you to the very small temple that they have. Yeah, on the uh, way I say, did... Um, I heard he washed up with a note... Mm-hmm. Got a letter on him. Tucked into his vest. Can I take a look? Is it still in his vest? No, I, I kept it for records. I, it was all gibberish. Couldn't understand the lick of it. I'm hoping that I can help. So, we make it to the church? Sure. Uh, no, you make a quick stop off at the sheriff's house. Um, okay. He doesn't have an actual station for an office. It's just his house. And mm -hmm. he hands over the letter. It's, you know, garbled. I take a look at it. So I speak and presumably read right. Common, elven, dwarven, gnomish, halfling, orc, ogre, hobgoblin. No, it is none of those languages. Do I recognize it as a language? Or do does it look like some cipher? Like are, is it, it might be a cipher. It's written in the common script. So it, they are letter. They're like they're letters. Yeah. The they're letters in the common script. Mm -hmm. But you can't make anything of it. You at least even not at first roll glance. Anything. Well, not at first glance. You can't make anything of it. Over time, you may, you know, with proper study. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he then leads you to the catacombs, in under the the temple. Mm -hmm. um, the catacombs are dark and dingy. He takes a light a lantern, lantern to light your way. This woman just kind of is following along with you, unsure of what to do. And she sticks, a, <laughs> she sticks a little close, like her hands are on your back as you guys are walking down through these catacombs. Sure, that's fine. Um, he leads you through some maze-like areas and eventually leads you to a, a large, just, you know, this one branch of this catacomb just ends in a big rectangular room that just has bodies piled up in it. He shines mm -hmm. the light over and goes, this is where we put all the people who we don't know. Ain't a lot of them. Only a few people per year, but you'd be surprised how many people drown in that river and wash up. That's why I was so shocked to see him jump in. Uh, I look around. How many bodies are in this room? Uh, well, if you want to include like things that have rotted all the way to the skeleton, we're talking hundreds. Jeez, but... So it's just like a big chamber piled with bodies. Yeah. So when they say buried, they did not bury him. They tossed him into a room underground. Yes. Um, you I can... pull my like, robe up around my nose. I, I say to Marjorie, wait here at like the entrance to the room. Mm -hmm. 
and I pull my robe over my nose and step in. Okay. Um, lighting a torch if necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's got the lantern shining, which gives you plenty okay. of light. Okay. Uh, yeah, you approach. There's clearly one fresh body, and the ones beneath that are probably months old. Uh, okay. It's definitely the body of a halfling. I inspect it as best I can. Give me a charisma check. Nice. You 30. recognize the halfling as the gardener from the Red Shield estate that you spoke with. I guess. Does that mean it is not uh, Grumble, Grumble, or do could they be one and the same? They could be one and the same for all you know. You've uh, never you've never really got a good look at the person who was trying to kill you. It was dark. Yeah. Oh, that poor gardener. Right. I kneel down and pull out a. I want to, hopefully without no, without anyone noticing, pull out a little bit of hair, so that I can cast past life at a later time. Okay. You rip a hair out of his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and tuck it away secretly somewhere. Mm-hmm. The sheriff calls over. You find anything? I know this man. Not sure if it's the the assassin, though. It's Lady Redshield's gardener. Why am I telling this to some random small town sheriff? I like. Hey, I, you I washed up on my beach. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. out of room on my character sheet and I haven't figured out a better organizational system I <laughs> document with a few things written on it but my life is a mess wow okay so with the halfling here he just lets me keep the note yeah he shrugs when he hands it over to you when you ask if you can keep it he's like uh, Bot has been here a couple days See, no one came anything? by to get it so far but if they come looking for it I'll, I'll let him know you got the note you uh your art Carl Baron Song's boy, right? I nod. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good for me. Ooh. Hmm. I just read the explosive rune spell. Hmm. From what, what's his name? Spellbook. These could very well be explosive runes. They explode when red, not when. If they were explosive runes, they would have exploded on you already. I haven't read them yet. Well, I mean, I couldn't read them, right? I oh, think no. red is, you know, look at and try to read. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they're not explosive runes. Yeah, because the explosive runes are hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, it's whenever the contents of the page are viewed and tried to be read that they explode. Okay. So not explosive runes. Yes. All right. So we leave the catacombs? You leave the catacombs. Nope, nothing else. Hmm. Um, You leave the catacombs, and where do you go? Back to Misty Rapids with 
Marjorie? Is that Marjorie. her name? Marjorie. Yes. Um, so I think I want to talk pretty much the whole way back. Like, I, I don't want it to seem like I'm grilling her, but I kind of want to grill. Like, I want to figure out, like, where she's from, what her deal is. Mostly to try and see if she has a legit backstory or if she's some con artist out to steal my gold. All right. Um, what would you like to ask of her? As you where she's where she's from. You want to do this in character? Yeah, we'll do it in character. Well, my sister and I are from Thornwood. Born and raised? Uh, no, born just east of Rainwood. Kind of near the Ashlands a little bit. Rainwood. Never been. Is that, oh, is that north? Northeast? Mm-hmm. Nor- north of Thornwood, along the Russian River. Mm-hmm. Uh, we moved to Thornwood when our parents died. There's no road that goes north, is there? Not a real road. Just a little bit of a path. Hmm. Anyway, like, like I said, my... My family died. Uh, my sister and I came to Thornwood looking for work. It's been hard going. Sometimes you end up got to doing things that aren't necessarily the best in order to survive. Some days were better than others. Um, you know, this man approached us a few days back. Real shadowy figure, you know, hood all drawn up around his face. Kept his head bowed low so I couldn't see who he was. He offered me a, a big lump of gold if I could get Annabelle Red Shield's accountant ledger to him. Yes. Um, my, my parents saw to it that I learned my letters before. They were, they were good folk. And so, um, so he gave me a key and my sister and I went in. Hmm. You have no idea who this man is? Or any hint of what he looked like? Mm-mm. Hmm. What color were his robes? Brown. Hmm. Like I said, I couldn't notice a thing about him. He real sketchy like, you know? Real like the sort of guy you'd find in the pug. You know? <laughs> Why well, I was in the pug just the other night. You were in Thornwood? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I was. Hmm. Probably for the last time. Seems we both pissed off uh, Lady uh, Lady Redshield. Wait, what do you mean? You you pissed off Lady Redshield too? <clears throat> no, I don't know if you if any. This is any of your business. But I'm sure you'll hear the rumors soon enough. Well, if I'm going to hear them soon enough. Why don't you just tell me? Well, what do you know about leprechauns? <laughs> Short little fellows, rel- uh, distant relatives of brownies. Mm, queer gay little folk, hop around in green outfits, singing about rainbows. No, no recent rumors in Thornwood about leprechauns? Mm-mm. Well, long story short, Lady Redshield's making some power plays. That's why I was so interested to hear about this ledger business. She she tried to recruit me, buy me off. I turned her down, and 
Well, I gather she's not a woman that likes to be turned down. She's not a woman that likes to be robbed from, neither. <laughs> I'd say not. And you're not the only person interested in these power plays. Whoever this robed man was, he was definitely a man, a human man, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Although, it doesn't narrow it down very much. Uh, you're awfully bright. Yes. Well, no one ever claimed I was dumb. Just because my hem is six inches deep in mud don't mean I'm an idiot. And don't let my accent fool you none either. My sister and I have had to survive. We are not... I am not... It was a compliment. No need to be offended. Sisters... Don't know what's coming my sister. I'm just worried is all. Ain't got nowhere else to go either. Thornwood's been my home ever since. I don't rightly feel comfortable going further west. They say those folk in Cauldron are devil worshippers. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. but Well, this information you have is mighty valuable. We'll buy you some safety in Misty Rapids for as long as you need it. As for your sister, well... She's in, oops, sorry. She's in Lady Red Shield's hands. Let's hope she has mercy. Is there nothing that can be done? Perhaps, but. But? Well, we can see. For now, let's get to Misty Rapids. And a nice meal in ya. I probably I've got rations, so I probably would have handed her like an I don't even know dried fruit or whatever, some beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Get a real meal in her. Okay. See if she's got any more information. Um, she doesn't really have too much other information. She tries to give you details about the man she met with she describes her voice his voice is gravelly and a little rough um she got to see a look of his hands they were fairly pale and older you know definitely not a young man maybe someone in their 50s or older somewhere between you know 45 and 65 judging by the hands but it's hard to tell it's a pretty big Mm -hmm. gap um, she doesn't have many, too many other details, but she sounds pretty pissed off, and she sounds like she wants to mount an offensive, even if it's a one-woman offensive, to retrieve her <laughs> sister. And I try to calm her down, I'm like tell her we can we can see about sneaking into Thornwood. But... What's all this we business? You coming along all of a sudden? You're the no, sort of man just... to help a, a total stranger out of the kindness of your own heart? Not usually. I just meant... Well, let's... We can talk about it once we get to Misty Rapids. You guys arrive a few hours later. The sun's gone down by now. Uh, you made the last leg of the journey kind of in darkness. Um, 
she asks if you can recommend an inn, a cheap inn. Yeah, I know all the inns in town, maybe. All um, three of them. No, wait, that's Thornwood Inns. Um, all two of them. First Falls Inn and Fogview Inn. Fogview is right next door to my house, right? Uh, First Falls. Oh, First Falls. Uh, it's cheaper of the two. It is? Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. First Falls is a decent place. Can you show me the way? Maybe give me give a give a girl a ride. Yeah, I mean she's on my horse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She thanks you um, for taking. So her I guess we we ride past my house on the. Oh yeah, I'll point out my house on the way. That's that's my shack. Half, Halfland's tried to burn it down. This rain almost saw fit to wash it away. Well, you got more than I got. I have, she pulls out a coin purse, empties it into her hand, and you see it's got like seven silver and 12 copper in it. Mm -hmm. I have enough to live for a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll get a waitressing job. You uh, know anyone that needs a waitress or maybe a maid or a cook? Hmm? I, my, well, there's a hole in my roof. My house is pretty flooded. We'll see. We can never thatched tomorrow. a roof before. Get some rest. I'll I'll see you in the morning. And we can. Well, actually, what time? It's it's probably super late. It's super late. Yeah. All encumbered. Yeah. Get, get some rest. Well, I'll I'll stop by in the morning. She gives you a kiss on your cheek and heads in for the night to First Falls Inn. She she had enough money to buy an in-room for the night, right? She had, yeah, like seven silver and 12 copper or something. Yeah, I feel like it'd be tacky to hand her gold now. She can string me along tomorrow or whatever. <laughs> and I think this is where we come to the end of our session of play today. Yeah. Yeah. Some experience points. I thought you said you didn't kill anything. I defeated a halfling in combat. And you did. solved one quest. Yes, you solved the quest of the mystery wizard in Thornwood, and you solved it in a very Un bold manner. An unconventional way, huh? Very was... unconventional, bold way. Um, you also acquired not just the clairaudience and clairvoyance spells, but an entire spell book. <laughs> Whoops, I think we'll get experience for that as I learn the spells. Yeah, you'll get ex it... 100 experience per spell level of spell that you learn. Mm -hmm. 500 experience per spell level of spell that you research from scratch. Mm, that costs a lot of money, though. It costs a lot of money. And time. Um, let's see. You've done those two things. You exhumed, as much as that is, the body of the halfling and got the message that was not worth a lot, but it's worth something, inspecting that. I still got to decipher it. Is that yeah. just like a regular cipher that you're going to have me roll... Like, like how, how are we going to handle that? Uh, we'll, we'll figure that out next week. Okay. Um, let's see. You... Oh, I cast a bunch of spells. Um, 
bunch of spells. I should have been ticking them spells. off as I was casting them. Let's see. You did a Featherfall. You did a Blink. You did another Blink. You did... There's a spider climb out the window. Mm-hmm. There was a rope trick with the gnolls. I need to count per spell level, don't I? Right. I'm, I'm counting per spell level. It's okay. 50 per spell level. So 50, 150, yeah. 150, 50, 50. We get a knock to save Randall. That's 100... Yeah. Oh, you also saved Ramdel's life. That's worth yeah, something. Um, I think that was all the spells cast to overcome obstacles. Mm-hmm. You had some great ideas. You had a bunch of other stuff. All right, so let's give you some role-playing experience and some other things. All total comes to 4,125, not including your 10%, which makes it 4,537.5. 4,537. 37.5. I have been hanging on to a random 0.5. Beautiful. All right. So that brings me up to 34,567. Out of 40,000? Out of 40,000. So So you're 5,500 away. Yeah. Might level up next time. Maybe. Sweet. Get another third level spell slot. Oh, and I get I get my Carl proficiency at level six. Mm. Finally, get to use this dagger in combat effectively. At level six. Oh, wizards get one every five. I think, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's it for Dicing with Death today. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Sorry about the streaming issues, those weird sounds, and the, the lag. I honestly have no idea what either of those are from, but you know. They're fixed now, so cross our fingers. Um, I'd also like to give a big shout out to Layla and Chris for doing the intros for us every single week. They are fantastic, and we wouldn't be able to have such a fantastic show for you guys if we didn't have amazing people making those recaps for us. So if we can get everyone that's watching this on YouTube and in the chat right now to give a big shout out to Layla and Chris, we would appreciate that. Show them some love for us, would you? Woo! Um, other than that, I think same time next week. No, <gasps> we will have to. Re- I am um, at a conference next week. Right. If there are any material scientists in the audience going to MRS, hit me up. <laughs> Where can they find you if they want to hit you up? I don't think anyone's going. <laughs> <laughs> but if they really are, they can they can track me down. You guys can post a thread on Reddit or something. Yeah. reddit.com slash r slash koibu ryan will find it there he's the guy with the name hobgoblin mm-hmm. or hobgoblin um, something like that so that that will be monday i'll be yeah monday through friday so we can uh, do i don't know what how we want to reschedule we may just have to wait and um and play it by ear like we could do like next saturday after hardcore heroes even this saturday after hardcore heroes but that may be too much dming for you straight Maybe. I don't uh, remember which time I get back. I think I get back too late Friday night. But, um, let's see here. Yeah, I get back like midnight Friday night. Yeah, so I could do Saturday after Hardcore Heroes or Sunday after Shenanigans this week. Okay. You mean like a week from this week? A week from this week or in two or three days, whatever. 
I don't care. Uh, I could do either or both. You want to do this Sunday, the 27th? Yeah, so that would be yeah, 10 to... So do shenanigans until... Shenanigans goes until 2. We reconvene at 3, 3-ish. Give us an hour break to get food and stuff. Yeah. Maybe like a mini session. Sure. I usually go dancing Sunday nights, and then I've got an early morning flight Monday. But we could, yeah. Yeah. All so right, we'll do a couple fresh. hours this Sunday uh, in preparation for the, the break. Yeah. Are you giving a, a lecture? Are you presenting yeah, a paper? Yeah, I've got a, a talk. Do we get to know the name of the talk, even if it goes way over our heads? Oh, God. Uh, it's like... I, I don't have my slides up now. It's like controlled dose for, I don't know, observation of iron oxide nanoparticle dynamics or something like that. Fancy. I should probably get a better handle on my title before I give the talk, huh? Probably. Yeah. But that's just, you know, a recommendation. Who needs to follow those things? <laughs> All right, oh, guys. There's, there's a TEM in there somewhere. Electron microscopy. What's it's a lot of words. I need to work on, like, super short titles, like science that will save the world dude all the best papers have the longest titles come on i don't think so yeah no all the old ancients used to have crazy long titles that were obscured maybe maybe all right that's it we'll see you guys sunday for more dicing with death and saturday for more hardcore heroes and sunday for shenanigans it's going to be a D D packed weekend take care everybody bye-bye bye-bye